co-host and tag team partner doc lesnar we are in the building once again what's this good, is episode good. three three Thrace. we're we're in here dog episode three of the quincy jones show Let's and get them uh, in the can you know and you know we missed you last week bro ah uh, yeah you know i had uh well i don't want to say i had to but i had a good time uh what was in vegas uh the fiance had to yeah you know had to settle some valentine's day stuff and because you know smackdown was valentine's day so we went ahead and did the uh, weekend before locked it up and uh yeah, then I went on to a wrestling show with the rest of you, Maniac, so. It was good, though. I mean, like, we had a, you know, we had a big Rob on last week, and, um, yeah, you know, definitely missed you, but definitely, we talked about, we, we're, too, we're probably going to do a part two, definitely want to get you on for the part two. Oh, yeah. Talk a little bit more about the music, and, uh, you know, we actually, we had a, we had a show uh, two days ago with Big Rob over at the Flyway. That's right. In Young uh, Baca. Pomona. Uh, we we uh, opened up for Quentin Miller and Daylight, uh, Daylight for you yeah. battle rap uh, guys, so. Yeah, pretty good. Big Rob, good peoples. Like that's a, I said, that was uh, a real ill lineup too. Yeah, no, it was it was a real ill lineup that night. And um, but like, hey man, first of all, like I said, welcome back. I, yeah, man. Hey, it felt, it felt a little different. It's, it's almost like when I had the heroes welcome. Thank there, you. you know what I mean, you know, it's it's, almost, it's a little bit like, you know, I'm a twin. For those that can't see us because you're listening to this, we're twins, and yeah. I know we look alike, but we are twins. We get especially. Yeah. That's not a work. That's a shoot. That's not. That's a shoot. There, brother. And especially like lately, we've been getting uh, more attention about it, which is weird. But um, yeah, I mean, everyone always expects me. See, to... I think it's weirder because we're older. We're used to that attention. Yeah, that's true. You we, know, we got kind of acclimated to that. Middle school to high school. That whole, wait a minute. I mean, yeah, I remember, the double take. Yeah, we, we, we would just look at each other when, when, when we would see the, like, the, the double take. Oh, yeah, we knew it was coming. Look like, like, let's get out of here. Yeah, here it comes. Let's get out of here. The, the five questions of doom. <laughs> <laughs> five que- yeah, seriously. It's always. It's always the same five questions. But, are you, know, you brothers? And, and, you know, who's but, older? Are you twins? Oh, When's your birthday? Yep. When's his birthday? And then there's additional questions like, if he gets hit, do you feel you know that whole that whole chestnut? We actually, I think yeah, we were talking about it with the Uber driver. Yeah, earlier today. today. Yeah, um, but we'll that, that's that. that's the story that we'll we'll talk to you about. We 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 had quite the outgoing today. Uh, to quite the little. Uh, Little, little quest today. Little quest. A little. I mean, yet Chris, still Christmas here gift. we are providing top notch grade A podcast material. Oh yeah, and and you know we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cover that in the last couple uh, probably 20, 30 minutes of podcast. But for now, like I said, it's been a while, a week to be exact. But a lot of things has happened. The last time oh, we yeah. talked, uh, we were here with Mark McFly. We were talking uh, Rumbles, Fallout. We were talking Elimination Chamber predictions. Elimination Elimination Chamber is coming gone. Oh yeah, uh, removed now. You know, and we didn't even get to watch it together which yeah. was that was, yeah, that, that, was, was that was weird that was a thing so we, we definitely got to talk about that at some point but um a lot of stuff has happened a lot of developments um yeah a lot it, of storylines pushing towards some good wrestlemania bouts we can hope hopefully yeah i mean i mean just based on i mean then again you know they like to do what they want to do they, they have to do what they do to sell the event to get us there to get our money oh, of course yeah. but at the end of the day as uh, proven by the Royal Rumble, where they can give a 30 spot to a guy that would never get a 30 spot. <laughs> like Storyline-wise, yeah, just uh, as a big last FU. Because, oh, yeah. hey, we still got it. 
Yeah, I mean, because which is the fans, you know. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm I'm actually kind of excited for uh, Mania. Uh, as you know, we tend to around this season not get too focused and intertwined with like this, the dirt sheets. Yeah, and yeah the so. rumors. I mean, it's kind of hard to stay away from the rumors. Yeah, some of them are bigger than yeah, the some sheets, of them are big, you know, and some of them you actually want them to happen. Social so media and all that. You yeah, start man. spreading them as half truths, and you don't even know. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just get excited oh, yeah. for this stuff. Nothing, mania. Nothing mania spreads season. worse than bad news or yeah. fake news. You oh, know? 100%. I mean, Mania season is upon us. Uh, and to be honest, as a fan, and we're going to get into this, we're going to do a little different this time. We kind of just threw out everything we were feeling. We, we kind of just 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 took it as we went. It was the first time we were just shooting shit. You know what I mean? Uh, we had the three originals there. So, I mean, it's kind of hard not to do it that way. But, you know, this we're going to give you guys a little bit more information. We're going to cover a lot of things. We're going to review some stuff. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter show today. Uh, but twice as much music, uh, both featuring Doc Lesnar. Um, again, we're gonna get into that later. But yeah, man, you know, it started off where I think where, where we gotta go. It's just, it's you know, everyone knows the pro wrestling first day of the pro wrestling day of the week is Monday. Monday's so, case of the Monday. Let's get into friend. it. I mean, like obviously, uh, we didn't get to speak too much on the festival of friendship thing that happened, and I mean, heartbroken. Oh, yeah. You guys may have seen the. Uh, the video yeah, with the yeah, you know, the two twenty, the, the February twentieth uh, edition of Raw was. Uh, well, actually, no, that was this week, uh, the thirteenth. Yeah, it was the day it, before we went to SmackDown. Yeah, the day before, yeah, we went to the, uh, like I said, the Valentine's Day uh, edition of SmackDown, which was the first, uh, you know, inaugural SmackDown of Bray Wyatt's title reign. Which again, we'll get get into later. But uh, yeah, the Raw before, first of all, the 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 Festival of Friendship um, was phenomenal to me. You know, I was a fan. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I mean, it had it had all the greatest things uh, that you love about both characters. You know, I That's mean, true. Chris Jericho. Um, you know, and I think I heard somebody saying it today while we were at the uh, at the meet and greet. You know, uh, was that he's doing a lot of the stuff that he did in WCW formula wise in yeah. terms of like he is very entertaining and very funny. You know, and um, I, I yeah. felt like he pulled he he did the quickest turn from heel to face with that before even the the you know the exclamation mark with the turn or the backstab you know in the ring but like just on his way to the ring man and you were talking about, you know he's coming down with the showgirls he's oh, got the, dude, the, 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 the intro bop, first of all the, the was awesome bop was was that he had or he was he was walking with the girls he was shimmying a little bit he had the the shiny hat to go with the oh, shiny yeah. the shiny jacket very festive very festive he had the that and then, like you said, it literally, it was funny because I was uh, I was explaining to somebody what happened. And they're like, so wait, were they like booing Chris Jericho? And I thought about it. I was like, they were cheering this guy the entire time. It was entertaining. Chris actually pandered a little bit. Yeah. Low, which, yeah. which um, you know, some things got spilled for me. So I just had to kind of watch it play out and see oh, exactly man. how it happened. So it was one of those things that kind of sucked where I was excited for the segment. But at the same time, I knew yeah. something, what was going to happen. I knew the end result. So oh, I was kind of just, just watching. For yeah, that I was part anticipating. No lie, my heart was racing because I was like, "Man, come on, it's right <laughs> yeah. now." I know uh, how are they going to do this? And then plus, you know, you also saw that scene right before where you know Triple H out of nowhere. Oh yeah, shows the subtle up and, and calls Kevin Owens. Oh yeah, uh, Owens subtle over. stems or stemming. Oh, small stem. You know, we can't. Like, we can't even. I don't even want to break into that because we don't know. Yeah, we don't. We we don't know the full extent of that. Yeah. We, we heard. We heard some things. Some inside. Uh, we didn't go looking for it. It came. It came to us. And if this is real, it's very it's gonna be a very entertaining promising. time to well, be a fan. I just think. because Triple H would be ideally, I would think, at the helm of how it would play out this time, as 100%. opposed to a McMahon 
And that's all we'll say from now. You know, no, with, no spoilers with, for the with true With ego fans. and bitterness towards other people. But yeah, that, that's as far as I could dress it up. But as far as that Monday, I thought it was great. Festival of Friendship, I thought it was great. I thought they, that that whole thing came off really great. I know you I said like there was, was a lot of people. executed very well. Yeah, you said there was a lot of people that thought uh, contrary. Uh, there, yeah, there's a few. I know, you know, if you, if, you know, not to plug someone else's podcast, but, you know, if you hear, <laughs> listen to uh, Killing the Town on the Jericho Network, uh, ironically, on Jericho's network, uh, Lance Storm and uh, Cyrus, uh, they do a show called Killing the Town, and Lance Storm is pretty outspoken with uh, not really being a fan of it. But I thought the development, the execution, the timing, I think everything was went really well. I mean, yeah. but the thing is, the basis for Lance's argument is that it was the lowest rated segment of of that night but at the same time you know it's also like that could be a number of reasons that could be something else is, is on tv you know yeah people yeah. could have just assumed it was just going to be an over display of of this friendship and that they're tired of seeing so they didn't tune in you know like i feel like there's a lot of factors that could have played into it so that's, that's I, I get where he's coming from but i feel like that can't be the sole reason for the argument but besides you know a guy like lance storm who obviously is very knowledgeable to the business i thought storyline wise as uh, them two have been at the helm of Raw since the brand split. They've so to see this culmination. Been helping run Raw and, yeah. and the, the, drive Raw as, as captains, definitely. Against, against SmackDown, yeah. Yeah, and 100% the reason you would tune in besides uh, seeing development well, of Seth Rollins come back and things like that. You know? Me personally, yeah. That's the reason why I would tune into Raw. I mean, a little bit of the cruiserweights, but it was about those those yeah the friendship, bro. <laughs> the, the the best buddies. That's what kind of drove the show, and that's I and mean, Owens we, had a, he had a good opportunity. He stepped away from that shadow of like of uh, of comic relief. Yeah, that's true. You know, into true cold blooded heel, which is yeah. we all know he is more than capable oh, of playing. Yeah, that, you know, and uh, I thought he just you know at, when he hit that power bomb. To the oh, apron. the power bomb on Jericho! It looked—I mean, whether like you—you you had said it made it look like the ones he used to do yeah. in ROH. Um, I can't agree nor disagree with that, but because I've only seen him do the move when he was in NXT. Oh, gotcha. You knew more about uh, Kevin Steen. Yeah, and seen more tape on him than I did. You know, with El Generico stuff and stuff. I mean, like the that. guy's got evil tatted on his on his. Yeah, yeah hundred percent. Him, him, and Carino. You know yeah. what I mean. So when I did see when he started doing it in NXT, it was a hell of a move. But I did notice he didn't, you know, obviously he didn't do it all the time. Uh, I think the last time he did it was Roman. And before that, it was uh, Cena. Oh, uh, yeah, he did do it to Cena, did he? I think before then was well, Sami But that was back when he was doing the Elimination Chamber. I'm stepping on, on top of the United States Championship. Oh, that's right. Uh, so that was like, a, I want to say a year, maybe two years ago now. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, about that time. Yeah. I can't remember anyone else he's done it to recently. Because he's been doing the Jericho thing, um, I thought it was great. I thought it was, and and um, the the thing that kind of got me that I liked uh, Jericho. You know, when he threw him back into the ring, I'm expecting. You know, he's picking him by the, you know, the, he's grabbing him by the hair, uh, yelling in his face. I'm expecting, uh, you know, Irish whip, pop up power bomb. Yeah. You know, final exclamation point. Yeah, because he was getting rid of all that, uh, all that furniture, yeah, and painting, he, yeah, the sculptures. Exactly. He, you made know? he was making room for yeah, something. he was making room for something, but. He ended up doing something different and threw him right through the uh, that, that TV screen, the TV, I mean, or a monitor, was or whatever. Was it Jeratron or was it? I don't think he announced. Yeah, it was I don't, a yeah, I don't think he he acknowledged it as probably, such. You're he right. Probably but... already spent a lot on on the sculpture. Yeah, as, as you said, I think yeah. he said like seven thousand. I was. I'm not gonna lie. I popped pretty big for that portrait, <laughs> no, man. That I, and, portrait was hilarious. Oh, that, that oh the yes that portrait. The thing that made it funny about that to me is one thing I've noticed about Chris Jericho 
is uh, he listens to a lot of people's feedback. He's on Instagram. He engages with people. He'll yeah, repost stuff. And uh, there was a few memes going around before this, before the they aired the the festival of friendship, with the hands of them two, like reaching out to each other. So, oh, really? And and like I said, it wouldn't be the first time where he's actually taken an inside joke or a joke someone did on the internet or as a meme or whatever it is, and and use it on wrong. I mean, the the lock it in man, yeah, dude. Immediately after the um, oh, that's right. After uh, what was it? Was it? Twitter the, was on that fire? Was that hell in the cell match. Yeah, Twitter was on fire. Memes were going up. And like, I, I want to say that I even saw that he actually shared a meme that said "lock it in, man." And then the next night, yeah, the very next night, yeah, hits it. You know what I mean? So yeah, art I, imitating life, right there. Oh, you dude, know? honestly, Which, you know, if 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 the Fed or or the WWE, I should say, if they're not going to listen to the fandom of the universe, at least the wrestlers will. And a guy like Jericho, who's had so much longevity, that's that's just does nothing but you know. Helps him put more it butts and seats, more. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and makes him more entertaining. And, and I mean, when you think about it, you're like, what's easier to get ideas for your for your uh, character just by watching people that already like what you do as your character? And oh yeah, if you're gonna draw ideas from the gems, it's like, yeah, oh, cool. Pluck that, pluck that, use that, and then use it. And then all you, the worst that's gonna happen, you get a pop because everyone that's paying attention saw this. Yeah, everyone that's paying attention is, is saying it, talking about it. So yeah, kudos to Chris Jericho. Even down, my favorite part actually. Not, I mean, just because I know we got a, uh, we're gonna take a quick break in the uh, next couple of minutes. But the key part I liked was, you know, uh, Chris. You know, I didn't get you much, but uh, you know, I hope <laughs> this is good. You know, and oh yeah, opens it up. That's a new list, and I thought that was kind of cool. And then when he, and then he, yeah, and the people pop name for that there? too. And then when he, and this is the thing I loved when you hear, why is my name on here? You hear the crowd legitimately, ooh, yeah, like they. They were invested. You know what I mean? Because they've been teasing it for some time. Yeah. So knowing that they were in Vegas and that's when that right there kind of solidified like, oh, something's going down. Then when he lifts up the actual clipboard with the KO on there, that that that's what 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 made it real. You know what I mean? And, and the crowd popped. The look on his face. Oh yeah, he sold it right like before. a million. Yeah, bucks, no, he's, man. I thought it was great. I thought that, it was that's a what great makes segment. Jericho a professional. You know, like yeah, he, and, he's been in there with the greatest. You know, and um, we talk about it all the time. I think. When he when we saw him the most prominent at the time was when he was still in the mid card IC title phase, you know. But moving on to to heavyweight title stuff, we weren't sure, you know, how he would fare. But you know, looking back now, older and understanding the business from a way better standpoint, yeah, that guy's definitely one of the greatest to, to do oh, it. Oh, dude, I mean, he, and he he did a great job. I, I I can't I can't really sell it more than I can try right now. I mean, I thought it was really good. So like you said, some people thought it was whatever. I thought it was great if that's, I mean, especially because they've teased it before and they haven't pulled the trigger and they finally pulled the trigger and that's how they chose to do it. I yeah. thought it was great. I yeah, a lot of, a lot of people com compared the reveal of the why is my name on here like that, uh, you know, Kaiser so say moment when you realize, uh, you know, yeah, that when all the puzzle all the pieces, pieces yep. just fit at the worst time when everything looks know, foreign and, and there's all nothing sudden, you can do exactly yeah, and everything opens up so. But um, we're going to talk a little bit more on Raw. We only have a yep. little bit of talk. We're going to take a real quick break, tell you guys about our great sponsors and a little bit of special message there uh, for our sponsors. And uh, we'll be back. So, uh, yeah, tune in. Quincy Jones Go here. Reminding you guys we got a great sponsor, StrongStyleBrand.com. You may have known that because you followed the show, but we didn't know is that they got a brand new website, 
Same great name, strongstylebrand.com. You want to go over there right now. But more importantly, this Thursday, I'm going to need you to do a favor for Big Quincy right here. Big Quincy, Kevin Nash. You hear that? I'm going to need you to do a great favor for me Thursday, March 9th. You're going to want to go to youtube.com backslash strongstyle. Check out the brand new mini documentary in honor of Brian Fury, who on his own terms decided to retire from the pro wrestling business. They were there to catch his final match and in, in the moments on camera. Check it out. It's a great watch, man. Again, youtube.com backslash strongstyle. And while you're at it, you're going to want to go to strongstylebrand.com. Check out the new website. Why? I'll tell you why, because it has tremendous amounts of great product that all make the list of Quincy Jones, man. Number one, black original logo tee. Number two, death machine Sammy Callahan snapback. Number three, this is a movement t-shirt. Number four, zombie shirt. Number five, the black and gray snapback I just got pre-ordered and came well, well, Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Hey, it was good. We're back. Quincy Jones, go. What it do, Doc Lesnar, the hip-hop hybrid. And, uh, Towers, and this is the Quincy Jones Show. And uh, right before we went on break, we were talking about... Uh, the Festival of Friendship. Yeah, we are talking about the Festival of Friendship. Um how great it was personally to us. I mean, you know, we're not, we're just a couple of wrestling guys, but you know, yeah, we, don't, yeah, we, yeah. we know, you know, what do we know? By the way, the whole rest, I know a few guys probably see us tag that it's what it is. It's a, uh, it's a little thing we do with our buddy, Mark K-fay, McFly. Hey, hey, no, that's cool. <laughs> bring him into our world. You know, it's, uh, it's just an ode They're to killing JB. a business. It's an ode to JBL. Uh, <laughs> JBL is one of Mark's favorites. So, uh, Anytime we uh, link up, if it's not the hoodie club, we're definitely uh, the wrestling gods. So yeah, I have to say, and you know what? Shout out to Mark McFly. We got a lot of great fe- feedback from you guys regarding oh, yeah. Mark McFly, uh, who's going to be soon to be uh, an additional creative writer for the show. Um, I don't want to get in too much into that, but you guys, you know, you guys, like I said, you guys talked, you guys have spoken, we listen, and we're going to get more of Mark McFly on the yes. show, man. Um, but yeah, so like I said, we came back uh, from the break. Yeah, talking so, about the festival of friendship. You want to get into? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I think you know. So last week or the week before that, I, I should say that um, the exclamation point was you know just the backstab uh, oh, from yeah. Owens to Jericho. Oh yeah, when he when he, when he threw him. Yeah, uh, right, threw, right through. Yeah, through, through the, the monitor, monitor yeah. the power bomb to the apron, everything like that. So as we move on, uh, so the most recent raw, you know, was uh, the aftermath of that, and uh, what we got, which I thought was really cool and a little bit of an ode to Eddie Guerrero when he turned here yeah. a lot of people shout out I'm to, not sure uh, shout out to Eddie yeah oh yeah our Eddie buddy Lynch. Eddie Lynch he actually uh, was was uh one of the uh, that few that really made that comparison and saw that but uh yeah Kevin Owens uh we got him cutting a promo in a suit and a chair spotlight and what did we say execution was yeah. great man, you know he he killed it man like he and it was crazy because he never really got to do anything like that in uh NXT so much no um, but not to say that he's not capable of it, but I think because of the casual fan that only know him from the NXT roster, they may not even know that he was capable of doing something yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I agree. He he handled the the cheers and the jeers really well. As he a handled heel. himself very well. He did. Um, one of my favorite lines was, you know, when you're standing there across the 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 ring and you're you're yelling, "Who's next?" And then he and then he, he replies with the, you know, you're next, and he goes, you're nothing. 
that yeah. little quick breath into like that that diabolical sinister like kind of mode like yeah. I love I'm it. like I'm there's nothing I'm concerned about you, you can't and he threw a lot me. of barbs in that he said oh, no, he, I, oh, the, I never bought into the hype of Goldberg not only that but he kept know? he kept addressing him as Bill yeah just like it it, it just reeked of disrespect I loved it yeah he thrived um, in that and, he, and, and you know what's funny yeah the suit really helped out in terms of pulling off that real like calculated yeah um you know, you know just healed like the display of of how you know how he felt how anyway to go and, like he, yeah yeah it, and it, then the presentation what i loved the most i think was the very small subtle lingering bits of the jericho situation where he that, comes in that was so and he, smart how he they said played let that. me address and tell everyone you know, or, or let me answer the question that's on everyone's Everybody's minds. Mind. Why? Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Well, why do I think I'm going to walk out as that champion? Was genius. It was genius. You and know, then, and, and then, then I think I remember telling you and I was like, I was looking at that. and I was like, you know what? If that's how, and, you know, just just based on the fact that if that's how we starting it, kind of trolling people. Like, I know you're wondering why. And then he goes into, into the Goldberg thing as if nothing even happened. I kept thinking to myself. He shouldn't bring it up. And yeah. if he does bring it up, he should yeah. drop the mic. Yeah, he should. And that's yeah. exactly what happened. And I was so, uh, I was happy about that because I felt like he didn't need to go too much, well, one one too many times to the well. You, you lightly touched on it. You don't need to go back to it. Let them bring it up to you. Yeah. That way it opens up so much more. You know, how many Michael Cole interviews we've seen, not even just sit downs with Kevin Owens. Yeah, Most recently, Samoa Joe. Yeah. But, you know. Why, why is this my interview? Why are you bringing up this person? You know, we've seen him do it with Sammy. We've seen yeah. him do it. Uh, with Just did it with Joe Brock and, as well. Yeah, with Brock as well. And you know what? Um, that actually, I don't know if we're finished talking about that uh, with, with the with the Kevin Owens thing. Well, yeah. The only other thing I was going to say was, yeah, to add to your point was, um, what I liked about it as a whole was just you're right. He 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 didn't need to bring it up in true heel fashion. What I liked about it was he proved that he's more concerned. Um, he's got bigger fish to fry. Jericho was just it, that was just a Monday night, you know I what I'm saying? It, it 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 didn't matter to him, and it's it it wasn't so much the recycled. If I'm willing to do that to my friends, what do you think I'm willing to do to you, Bill Goldberg? You know, and I thought it thrived because it didn't need that to get over. So kudos to Kevin Owens, man. Now he it was one of those things where I felt if he didn't open people's eyes with that performance. He at least appeased the people that get tired of hearing these casual fans, you know, knock on Kevin Owens for being the universal champion, uh, knock on him for playing the type of heel he is, because these are people who don't know his background, whether it's NXT or Ring of Honor, PWG, what have you. But I think if it didn't open the eyes of people who are already, you know, kind of talking down on him as his character, yeah. I felt like it appeased the people who are his hardcore fan base in a way where they're like, see... This is what I've been trying to tell you. This is what he can do. Yeah. You know, screw the, the comedy shtick, like he said, which, I mean, they it's still like, were don't killing me. They were still killing Just me. watch. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, it, it was one of those things that reminds me of back in the day. I used to tell people when, when Taz uh, with onesie guy got signed to WWE. I remember I, this is how much I bought into this guy. Kayfabe was real. I was like, I was telling guys, I was going to the lengths of telling him if this guy was in a fight with the APA, he would beat him. I didn't I say remember, he'd whoop yeah, him. I remember. I said he beat him. Yeah, and that's based how how they 
they built him, the believability. How he booked him in ECW. Exactly, yeah. you know, and then and then he gets to WWE and it's a wah, wah, wah type situation. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, I ate my words. And imagine if something like that were to come back where he was actually running, if he didn't get hurt and, you know, ran through the roster. So it's kind of exciting to see Kevin Owens doing this thing that we've known he's capable of doing for years, ever since he was trolling like John Cena's t-shirts and stuff oh, like yeah. that. So. Yeah, no, honestly, just to wrap that part up, I thought it was great. I thought it was great for his character. It's exciting to see where the development goes from here, leading into WrestleMania, yeah, even I more agree. past that. Because, I mean, this is a new chapter he's writing now. He, that, that Jericho, that Kevin and Chris show chapter was pretty long. Yeah, no, now and, and, and the culmination yeah. of, of what could be the blow-off, probably, has set quite the table for yeah. WrestleMania yeah, I, card. I, yeah, that table where is, is quite set. Seth yeah. Rollins is still questionable. Finn, I've heard... I've heard it, you know, but yeah, it, it's it, it puts together something a good spot for Owen. Yeah. So I agree. I, I I believe so. I think he he did a great job uh, securing solidifying his, yeah. his position. I, I currently, agree. yeah, and and we'll, we'll end it on that. But earlier yeah. we were talking about we, you had brought up Brock. And we were talking about these sit downs. Uh, that Brock promo with Paul Heyman. How'd you feel about that? Um, I thought it was I thought it was really good. Um, wasn't the best, but what I liked about well, sure it the, was the Paul Heyman promo with Brock. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it was more of like the Brock Lesnar close up show yeah. with uh, Paul the uh, the the parrot <laughs> on either shoulder. But you you get what I'm saying. I, I thought it was definitely different than the typical. I'm Paul Heyman. I'm his advocate. I'm here to sell the fight. Uh, you know, at this point, you know, the fourth wall has been broken. We know why they bring Paul in. And, oh, yeah. and Paul comes in and, he, and they utilize him to the best that they can. Um, even when so, he, he couldn't, you know, I think he had his first feet as as that position when he tried to first sell the uh, Goldberg-Brock match at Survivor Series. And he yeah. had a hard time trying to, you know, he was in, he was in uh, I think, Minnesota. You're not going to turn the, the, the hometown fans against the hometown hero, even if Brock is a yeah, hero. I mean, but besides that, you know, he did what he was supposed to do. And, I mean, same thing here, this interview. But I thought it was a very unique way, the way it was shot. And was, then yeah. the way he went about completing that promo was uh, was really cool. Yeah, I have to agree. And I'm sorry because I know I'm probably getting ahead of, of, uh, of, of the, you know, how everything was going on raw. It was earlier we talked about Brock, so it just jumped out at me. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, I thought he did really well. It was a different – because we're so used to seeing these, like, MMA-styled produced sit-down backstage interviews with Brock and Paul and yeah. stuff like that. So one thing I did like and, – and I'm only going to speak on it quickly because, you know, he, he was pretty much saying the same thing in tremendous different ways. Uh, when he said a lot of people, including myself, believe that, you know, Kevin Owens has the potential to not only win – but carry that title to WrestleMania. And then he says, my client, Brock Lesnar, disagrees. So that was interesting to me. He was even saying things that how he felt personally about people that aren't yeah. his client, and then coming back around. Yeah, which is kind of cool because like, he yeah. was being open about yeah. other athletes besides his main client. Yeah, and I, I think that's but why still, I like it. Uh, still, you know, representing still, what he how yeah, you still know, holding how he felt. To, true to what he's yeah. supposed to be doing there. Yeah, yeah it wasn't exactly. bad. It was it was a pretty it was a pretty good segment. It was not bad yeah, at all. No, it wasn't bad at all. Um, you know, standard, you gotta scare Michael Cole off because we can't I, mean, I think Michael Cole. Michael Cole's great. He does his job, I mean for what they need him to do, but yeah, they don't need him on every interview. He's not the go to Plus we we, we own for that the whole coal miner. Yeah, era. definitely. But um, uh, what else? What else happened? Uh, we had the uh, that number one contenders tag match. Uh, yeah. Enzo and Cass versus Shazaris. 
or Cesaris. I don't even know. That. <laughs> no, I, no, that's uh, that's that's something people are trying to put together. It's but Seamus is Cesaro. Uh, Shisaro, as I should say, Shisaro. actually. But um, yeah, you know, it it it, uh, it wasn't a bad match, but I just, you know, it's kind of weird, right? Yeah, a little bit weird. You got two faces kind of going against, uh, you know, going against each other, and you know, but the big pop, I think, came. This is what was funny, which I think could it sh- turn maybe Seamus uh, and Cesaro heel, maybe, you know, or, or at least Cesaro heel. It, at this point, yeah, because right? yeah. you know, you're used to Cesaro being the voice of reason. Yep. While like you know during the whole new day and stuff and he was trying Bailey to and stuff yeah, and, yeah. Well, maybe not even so much as have fun but like he kind of steps in between Seamus, you know, verbally. Oh yeah, I mean when when he was doing the whole deal where he hit the ref and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, not just that. Whole, I'm yeah. talking about you know with the with the new day thing. You know, he, he was throwing barbs because they they took their streak, the 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 reign I should say. And Cesaro was still, for no reason at all, kind of sticking up for New, New Day. You know, yeah, so yeah. in this one, you got Enzo and Cass getting the win, which I, I didn't agree. Um, yeah. I think they just could have, they probably should have been put over, in my opinion. But, you know, maybe, and I'm a, I like Enzo and Cass, you know. I think I they should have got those straps when they were in NXT. Uh, they did not. Right. And I don't know if they're ready for them now. But I think an eventual title reign is something I think everyone can get behind, especially on Raw, because... I, I just feel like the allure of like the New Day stuff has kind of run its course in terms of face appeal. But um I you know, so that you know, that's my opinion on, on the winner of the match. But what we got at the end I think was was more uh oh, bigger was, noise than the actual great. win was Enzo got on the mic trying to rub yeah rub you, you know salt to, on the wound yep. and say I got that kryptonite for the Superman and then Seamus came and shut him and up with got, that bro kick. It's funny about that. I noticed they keep putting Enzo in these situations where he's supposed to come off like this good guy, yeah. but in real like real world type of situation like that, that's the that's not you know what I mean like. The whole thing with uh, Rusev and him, you know, obviously up and down. I mean, it was, I thought they did good with him getting beat up. Yeah. That's what's supposed to happen. But in reality, you're like, okay, yeah, this guy's cool and funny, but I don't want him hitting on my girl like that. You know, and yeah. she's married, you know. And then now here we are here. You know, you guys already got the win. And then yeah. you, you're going to sit there and trash talk. Yeah, which, which is, is a little how many, uncharacteristic, especially from yeah, a base team. I was going to say it was uncharacteristic of Enzo to do the trash. I mean, he usually does a trash talking before yeah. they do anything. He doesn't usually do a whole bunch of like mouthing off after the fact, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and you know, to be honest, this is their first time they had a, uh, at least to my knowledge, a number one contender. No, no, I mean, well, let me, that, that's another, I mean, I know they, they went against the club here and there, you know, sporadic matches, but as far as like, I don't know, like I said, like, like to echo you, the timing of this win as far as pushing them as a contender for tag champs. Yeah, especially fresh off it's that weird. Rusev, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, gender. Gender. Gender from Tinder. Yeah, yeah, you know, especially off of that, because I felt like that was kind of a waste for all five people involved. I mean, you So it's kind of weird to think yeah. that they had a shoe in, you know, when you got guys like, I'm not saying they should, but like the Shining Stars are like, they've been competing a little bit more in terms of a, a competitive rate against some of the guys who are you know in line for a title shot rather than you know we're fighting against rusev and his buddy gender as a result of this storyline about his wife etc etc but to go back to the actual match i think there's two points i want to make with it one was going back to what we think maybe could be an eventual turn which i think could be good you know I, i mean i think cesaro when they feel like they could push him to the moon and strap a rocket on him like he'll face or heel, he'll he'll, he'll do it like yeah, to fullest potential yeah. but he did not 
if you notice, visibly scold Seamus oh, no. whatsoever for that broke kick. No, he he actually. And I think that's he, why I think, I think that could be him. in the air. I think he did like a little. Yeah, he kind of like, patted yeah. him on the back. Yeah, like, you know? yeah heck yeah. But my own, the other thing guys. I was just saying, the other side of the coin was, I mean, I'm sure everyone saw that instant replay, and it was a little vicious. My concern is Enzo's safety. You know, it wasn't too long ago he had that concussion. Yeah. You know, it was one of his first matches in when they were trying to crown the new tag team titles. Had, yeah, and that Jones, broke kick yeah. looked vicious, you know. But, I mean, I'm sure he, you know, it looked like a million bucks. So, I mean, yeah. not I the mean, best, yeah. you know, segment to, to me. Uh, great match. I, again, I don't think the right team won. Yeah, but. And, and just because I want to jump on this real quick before we get into to everything else that happened. I agree with you because it feel the the... Yeah, like what I was saying, just the the timing of this win and this push feels weird because I feel like we just kind of got used to the working relationship, not the uh, not the dysfunctional working relationship of Cesaro and Sheamus. They yeah. finally are on the same page. They won the titles. They beat the New Day. Um, I felt like, and then even with the whole uh, the two referees thing. Um, I'm not mad that they lost. I wanted I've wanted Club to win gold for a while. Yeah. You guys, I mean. Those who've listened to the show know my gripe about that, but it is weird that they wouldn't immediately get back on the saddle just for a rematch at least yeah. with these guys. I mean, personally, and I think it'd be beneficial if they started switching the belts back and forth. Yeah, I mean, a couple well, times. Right. You know? uh, I mean, just to show that they, there's competition there. Yeah, yeah. If they do it the right way, but to show like as a hot potato, like the women's title, no. Yeah, you know what I mean, I wouldn't. Oh yeah, no, that. not that many times. Yeah, but yeah. um, yeah, it is interesting to say the least. Um. Did you, I mean, I know we, there was Well, the, speaking of the club, yeah, I was just yeah, going to yeah. say, you know, well, there was a cool segment uh, that we saw uh, where Owens was on the way out uh, to, you know, to leave the building after that promo. And then Foley let him know he had a match with Zane, And I think he had threatened the locker room, uh, which I thought was just a great follow-up to everything he put down in the beginning of the show. But uh, yeah, speaking of the club, uh, you know, they went against Roman, I think the week before in a handicap match, trying to, you know, uh, I don't want to say pay dues with uh, the authority, but trying to get on the good side of Stephanie. Uh, they yeah, got a rematch. That's what's weird uh, about it, because it's, it's like yeah. it looks like it's coming from out of nowhere. And and, and yeah, and, uh, yeah. I'm gonna let you talk. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know how I feel about it. Um, but yeah, so they had yeah they signed yeah, for yeah. The, no, I agree with you. I feel like and maybe it's just because it's WrestleMania season. I think they're starting to really just put storylines out there just so people have spots. You know who knows? Because I agree with you. Like it's not like, like the club or faces, but. Um, you know, and they definitely heals, but it's also, well, where has this newfound allegiance come from within, uh, you know, fr from Stephanie, maybe not the authority, uh, you know, I probably shouldn't even have said that earlier because the, th the authority obviously is no more. I mean, um, it's like the idea is still there. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You know, I mean, Steph but yeah, they Triple got granted a rematch. Um, I thought it, it did nothing for anybody. I mean, I think the match, if I remember, got Roman was DQ'd for using the chair that the club brought in. Um, I just didn't see the point. And, and that's the thing, like, uh, to, it, it's weird. And it, and it also adds to the weird timing of the whole contender stuff. Cause it's like, these are your raw tag team champions, right? These are the guys that are the best team on your roster. They're holding the belts, these new belts, and they, they have a tag team title match. They need to be looking out for fast lane with end zone casts. Potentially, I don't know why they didn't show them at least sitting down by ringside when that yeah, match. Who could be there? Yeah, not even interested. And even before then, I mean, the only real contribution they had for this angle was when you know they they uh, Luke Gallows kicked uh, Enzo just to get that you know involvement yeah. in there, the disqualification, you know, the the result of disqualification. 
other than that like they've spent more focus on this roman reigns thing which is not again like you said hey, it's not doing it. anything for anybody but what for me truthfully it's like look to me, Angel and Cass and Sheamus and Cesaro have pulled their weight on this angle. And for all we know, Sheamus and Cesaro are not even no longer part of this angle because they're not part of the normal contender spot. Yeah. But what's crazy, again, because they have a spot, they have a contender they need to be worrying about. They're not worried about it. They, they're focused on Roman Reigns. But what I didn't like, and they did it the, the, the show before, and they did it again this show, they fucking bury these guys. I don't yeah. understand why. This is your new tag team champions. And you're they were, beating them to Roman Reigns. Last week, they beat up Roman Reigns. They beat him up so good. It was a don't disqualification, technically, for those who are watching because they were no longer tagging in and out the match. So they didn't just throw it out for no reason. And he's beat down. They go for the, the magic killer, and all of a sudden, boom, magic killer's buried. Yeah. And I mean, and I don't mean that, you know, just to say it, but it's like, I, that's how I really felt. I felt like they put so many people down with it. They put him down with it before, definitely during the Usos they, and yeah. the whole club thing. They've done it before. Yeah, and, I mean, and I so believe that's why they did it to, to Cena at one point yeah, on, oh, this, on the, on, on, uh, on stage, the, the top right? of the stage. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it was weird. I thought it was weird. I mean, like, again, I guess I get you don't want to make Roman look weak against this, the whole Braun thing. But again, what does the club have to do with this? And so, I mean, and as far yeah, as not I, making I Roman look weak, I can do all, all that's a whole other show with, with examples as far as all the way back from Roman, but, Roy but Rumble. isn't that the program? Yeah, seriously. Let's not but, make Roman look I, weak, you know, because I, I think that's, I think you're right. I think what it is, it's, I, I don't think they chose the right guys. I feel like they really are just utilizing two guys who have a certain rank because they are champions. Yeah. But using that to say, well, if Reigns could take on two guys, he See, can certainly take on Braun Strowman. See, you know? that, that's what I don't like is because I feel like they're using, look, it, it, it's, Look, not to say that Enzo and Cass individually are equal to Roman or better by any means individually, you know, on paper as far as star power and the impact they bring. But together, realistically, them two, come on. Obviously, them two can can beat a team. If they're saying, and this is what I'm saying, they, they're making it seem that these are your tag champions, but Roman Reigns could beat them two-on-one anytime he wants. Yeah. So if that's what are people that are watching – that's what they oh, grasp yeah, from the that. Perception then is, when you when you watch Fastlane, you're like, again, like I said, Enzo and Cass, they're not two Roman Reigns. You yeah. know what I mean? They can make one Roman Reigns or a little, you know, like I said, they're not, I'm not saying by any means individually, but together they can, they're a threat. You know yeah. what I mean? As a team. So if Roman can take on these two guys who are the tag champs, dominant in Japan, and these two guys who haven't even held gold, who's, why aren't people going to think that they could, they're just going to roll over and, you know, mow these guys down when, when it comes to, Fastlane, that these guys are just eschewing to win the title. And that's what I didn't like. It's like, you guys are trying to show the strength in Roman at the expense of showing this extreme weakness in the club as your tag team champion. Yeah. So that's the only thing I had. That's the gripe I had about it. Two two weeks in a row. Um, I mean, it but, makes me yeah. wonder if maybe... It, if, at, at, like you said, at the end of the day, it's not doing anything for anybody. It makes me wonder if maybe if Sheamus and Cesaro had turned a couple of weeks before, if maybe they would have been better candidates... That's to, true, you know? to pair up against Roman because those guys uh, individually would be oh, great yeah. matches against Roman. You put Sheamus, them together against yeah. Roman in a handicap, that kind of maybe would have worked better. But, you know, that's fantasy yeah. booking. You guys, think, we all do it, you know. Yeah, we, yep. But I understand the continuity is a little bit frustrating. And I think all it's just ridiculous with, with giving end zone cast the W uh, with that, not to backtrack, I think that's just to give them the rub that they could yeah, con contend for it, and I'm I'm sure there's to an get eventual people used to the idea at some point. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're trying to just keep them in the picture. It it just to me is just like, 
it's like I felt bad because I'm like, dude, these guys finally win gold, and these guys can't win. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're still losing, but. Well, um, from there on, I mean, we were talking about Jinder and Rusev. They had a, a match as well with the New Day. Um, I mean, I'm not worried about that match. As far as the New Day, though, yeah, uh, they're so no, I, I brought I it think... up more for that ice cream bar. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they they had a lot to say. Apparently, they're going. They're trying to be the the hyena voices of the new Lion yeah, King coming out. To, I mean, and, I, I uh, believe it. I think that'd actually be a good look if they were to do it. Oh but, yeah, they, um, they got the personality and the charisma yeah. to definitely deliver on something like that, you know. But yeah, no, yeah, I agree too. I don't think there's there's we don't need to spend that much time on this. But I think the the shenanigans beforehand with the trying to. Oh, you're Russian. You can hack. And if I, those who didn't who didn't watch, you know, they've been talking about this ice cream bar design. I think the week before the they had yeah. uh, a run in with Bo Dallas, a singles match against Which Kofi. Which I like. I actually dug dug that they actually let Bo Dallas have a little bit of fun in that. Yeah, that no, definitely. Funny. And and Bo, I believe he tore the shreds. Uh, much to their dismay, Xavier's dismay, I should say, <laughs> who's just always over the top. So then the following week, they went against uh, Rusev and uh, Gender, which is the match we're discussing now, and uh, came down with a tablet. And uh, Lana, uh, I guess, <laughs> uh, uh, Lana, I guess, tried to perpetuate that uh, she had hacked their tablet yeah, with I mean, her own I get, tablet. I get what they were doing. Which, uh, yeah, you know, little, little, maybe 007 little, humor little, type little, of little political barb because you know they've been yeah, saying shaking what, it up. You well, know. what they've been saying about the voting. And but, all yeah, that, New Day but... got the win on that. No, um, I, I, but the one thing I, did, I will say, I think the only reason why they're doing these things is just to get people more uh, uh, still into them. As I mean, I don't know if you heard they got it. Pretty much announced to be the host of WrestleMania, which is kind yeah, of weird. Kind, kind of consolation prize. Yeah, that. you know, I mean, because I'm I'm guessing that they're not going to be on the card unless they're on the pre-show, maybe. But uh, yeah, it makes they me have the personalities pull day. it off. They have the personalities pull it off. I think yeah, they're going to get away with a lot because uh, I'm sorry to say it like this, but white people don't understand some of yeah. the things they but get away they, with already. But they, but they love them. Yeah, they yeah. do. They definitely you know, do. But, but uh, um, no, that almost makes me want to backstep and say maybe uh, New Day could have turned. And said, "Hey, we you know we're what? not getting title shots. We used to be, you know, and, and that's guy, what Stephanie, me. and we could rough up Roman for you to get back on your good graces." I'm but, glad you brought know. that up because that was the one point I I forgot to write that down was why why have I mean why, why is it just between Enzo and Cass in the club? You know, and Enzo and Cass kind of just went down there to watch. Yeah, welcome match to the Golden the, Truth. I'm not saying they uh, have a, uh, a, a snowball's mean, chance, but 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 the New Day, you would think they would. With what they're doing now, which is nothing, yeah, that they would want to get back, especially after to that the long reign. Like, yeah, one hundred percent. You can't sell to me that you're you're more concerned with ice with cream ice sales. Cream than, yeah, you know <laughs> yeah, I mean? but I understand. I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll get like uh, some sort of cool. I don't so know if we'll, it'll be we'll TLC, we'll but maybe a triple threat for you know maybe a, a fatal four way would be awesome. I think I can see that. I mean, you know, but I, that's three that's I, I three faces be, though. I wouldn't be mad at a, at a triple threat tag match either, um, but. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like I said, I think New Day they're doing. They're probably just getting, like I said, just doing what they got to do. Yeah, getting ready for this hosting gig and whatnot. But um, you know what? Uh, I know we've been talking about Raw for a bit. We're gonna switch gears when we come back. Uh, probably finish a little bit off of Raw, switch gears. But we're gonna take a break. Uh, as you know, we have great sponsors. Yeah, we do. And we gotta do these ads, but this is a little bit different actually. This is gonna be an ad presented to you by uh, our co-host Doc Lesnar. Hip hop hybrid, Doc Lesnar <laughs> with the ads. I, I don't know if you want to speak on it or just 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 introduce it, but yeah, you know we got we're gonna have a couple of cool segments coming up, and uh, it's just me right, letting you guys right. know about the cool segment I got coming, and and it's a good one. It's definitely a good one. So again, we gotta take a quick break. Doc Lesnar with a with a word for the show, and then we're gonna come back. And bills. Mm. 
Yo, what up? What's good? What's poppin'? Hola. Bonsoir. More importantly, what the fuck is up? Ladies and gentlemen, it is me. It's me. The DOC. Doc Lesnar, co-host of the Quincy Jones Show podcast and hip-hop hybrid extraordinaire. Just here to bring all you loyal listeners of the show an exclusive. I am going to be beginning a new segment that will be part of the show. And it is called High Spots and Low Blows. We're going to go over the last two to three weeks of wrestling coverage at that time. We're going to be doing the who's, the what's, the when's, the where's, the ups, the downs, the good, the bad, and the highs and lows of what's going on in pro wrestling at that time. And uh, all I need for you guys to do, besides stay subscribed, is uh, send me your thoughts, send me your feelings. What are some concepts you guys would love to hear, love to be debated, love to hear us weigh in on. And all you got to do, you go on your Twitter machine, you load up a tweet, you write it, you turn that bitch sideways and send them in, man. If you smell what the duck is cushion. Doc says, Doc says, Doc, Doc, Doc says, know your role. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Hey, what's going on? It's Doc Lesnar, and we're back with my man Quincy Jones, and this is the Quincy Jones Show. Yeah. Yeah, man, so we're just talking about Raw this week, and uh, then we're probably going to get into SmackDown. You know what I really liked, actually, was the uh, contract signing for the Cruiserweight oh, title. Neville and Jack yeah, Gallagher? Yeah, ne- Neville and uh, Jack Gallagher. I, or Jack, I'm sorry, Gallagher. Yeah, I, I, I caught myself because I, I had the interview with uh, with Big Rob, and I kept calling him Gallagher. And, and every time I'm like, dude, you know better. Yeah. But then it's, I didn't want to be like. It's just the way it's spelled, you know? It's, it's, yeah. it's popular opinion. You That's know? true. So, um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, biased, because I am a Neville and a Jack Gallagher fan, but, mm-hmm. you know, contract signings... Oh, you, you mean uh, meaning you liked it as well? I liked it, yes. Okay. Uh, contract signings always, they don't really always, at the end of the day, have the best viewership or go over too well. We all know what happens, yeah, right? There's only so much you yeah, can I mean, do it's without a standard, reinventing the wheel. It's a standard scenario. Yeah. Yeah, you know? Um, you're promoting what you're promoting. Those guys made you listen to what they were saying. Yeah. That's Jack, what I like. Jack has a really good... Um, uh, grasp on what he's supposed yeah to be he's got a good vibe to himself where like even if it's something you don't understand it could be um you know just a, a english yeah yeah you know it, it could english, just be yeah. slang or something like yeah. that but you listen and you go man what, what is that and like i found myself i find myself looking up things that he says just because i and i don't know if i'll ever be in england but you know this just to know you know but yeah i i agree he's very polarizing uh for being such a young upstart coming from the 205 live and the Cruiserweight, uh, you know, division and tournament, but True. Uh, yeah, they both guys did a great job selling that. Um, One thing that I liked, um, sorry to cut in. Um, no, no, you're good, man. Was it's all wrestling, bro? You know, I, I again, I love Jack Gallagher, but there's been certain things. It's funny because the things you say, you, you look up as far as his words that he uses. These, uh, you know, these uh, British uh, or countrymen, Englandisms, uh, almost, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, these idiosyncrasies and 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 words that he uses, which is cool. Not everyone gets them, you know, we're not going to, it's, it's American wrestling, whatever, pro wrestling, but there has been certain times where I feel like it's 
a little forced, like teeny tiny bit where I'm like, well, you don't have to do all that. And I felt the way that Neville just called it out, just called it out. Was <laughs> yeah. and, and the thing that got me was I don't feel this way about Jack, but as I'm hearing Neville say all these things about him, how he's yeah. this, he's that. In my head, I'm like stereotype. Yeah, he's honestly like when you think about it, he is, you know, he's Cheerio and you know, tea and crumpets, and he's making fun yeah, of him, yeah, as well yeah. as all these other things that are true that we know to be true. I mean, one of the things that a lot of uh British and English wrestling fans hate about WWE as far as their treatment of British and English wrestlers is they the immediate union jack. Oh yeah. And you know, let me just just like, like when three and B dressed yeah, up as you know, the just union jacks and our yeah. Americanized stereotypical yeah, yeah, exactly. dress up. You know what I mean? And again, not that I've been feeling that way. I've been feeling little, little spurts of, oh, you didn't have to go too far that way. Still keep entertaining. But I felt that, like I said, as soon as I started thinking of the word stereotype, came out of his mouth. And I have to say the way that Gallagher responded. Yeah, handled himself. Yeah. He handled himself great. And that's the thing. It's like, you're only good as your dance partner. You say it all the time. You say it literally all the time. You're only good as your dance partner. And that goes promos as well as dancing in the ring. I thought it was great. I thought it was executed good. It was gold. I have no complaints about this. Yeah, it's funny none. too because until they kind of had that whole deal with the tea and <laughs> biscuits, and you kind of almost forget that they're both from England. And then it's yeah. kind of like a tale of oh, just I love that of, of two sides, yes. or, or they're both from different sides of the track, yeah. you know. And I, yeah. I like that a lot, you but, know. But and they he, told it well when he said, "I'm grimy," like, and and that that's like I'm ugly. The ugly side of you know pretty much London and and the UK. I I loved. I dug that. Yeah. I dug that because a people like he said were making fun of how he looked, and then he came back with this. You know, everyone, oh he's a heel because he has a beard. But look out! Look at that thing. Yeah. He's scraggly. He actually looks like a king from that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I thought it was great. Again, I don't want to spend too much time yeah, on he, it. He I thought looks it was like great. Straight tyranny, bro. It, it was. Like, it was. Yes. He he seems yeah, like a guy it. that you would. He knows Ultimately, who he is now. Yeah, he's playing He's playing that character well. Yeah. And I'm glad. I'm very happy for Neville. Uh, very happy for Jack to be in the position. I don't think he's going to take it at fast lane. Not that I don't want him to, but I really want to see how much leg is this Neville thing has because yeah. it's getting eyes on the Cruiserweight division, whether they want to admit that or not. Yeah, so kudos I, to both men. Yeah, definitely. It did well. Um I'm yes. trying to think. Anything else in? Oh, no, which, we had that Bailey segment, which Bailey was segment, a little interesting. I mean, it, it we've was, been seeing this ongoing thing where Steph is really just taking it to the the face women of the women, women's revolution, which is ironic, you know, being seeing as uh, how Steph was kind of the one on screen, you know, instituting it. Um, but yeah, you know, more so with Bailey and Sasha, you know, we've seen her in the past getting their faces, kind of get real sassy, and she is the boss or the boss's daughter, you know, uh, so to speak. So. Uh, but she's got a power, uh, or I'm sorry, she has a, a, a you know a seat of authority, you know, yeah. no pun intended. But um, I liked it in the sense of like I'm glad that Bailey didn't just do what people thought she would do, which is the right thing. And, and um, yeah, it would, showed yeah. how human she is. Yeah, and she had just an army of people just telling her no. But I think it's also one of those things where it could be simpler as, hey, we know we're gonna lose. We're not gonna get a pop if she hands this thing over. Yeah, you know. And so I think oh, they yeah, were they smart, smart in that. It, yeah. You know, I, mean, I don't think Sasha needed to be there to kind of take some that, of that spotlight. But it just, to me, I think it's just leading to something else. I'm sure there's gonna oh, yeah, be a four way. Uh, yeah, for sure. And I'm sure there'll be some sort of double turn, especially or something with the, going the, on, the whole Nia Jax thing where she's saying she was getting overlooked. 
Yeah, yeah, Nia Jackson. She also had that. Yeah, you're right. That post match interview. Charlotte fighting for that spot for the title. Uh, We're getting Charlotte and and um, and Bailey for the title at Fastlane again. So, I I mean I I I think it's inevitable. Would I rather see the four way with Becky? Absolutely. Not to say that that's got to happen at some point. Nia, she she she, I said this before. She should have never left NXT. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you're not going to get better at anything yeah. by not doing it over and over and over. So I think, yeah, yeah they're feeding her jobbers. Look what it did for Braun. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying she's Braun by any stretch of the imagination, but the she, same she method very well could, could be the female version of Braun or yeah. Brock Lesnar. Or, or, yeah, or, you know, she's just the, the dominant, yeah. you know, just destructive force that the women's, uh, you know, division has been needing for a while, you know? 100% so. they've been needing. I mean, and they had it, they, uh, they had Karma. Which I was just going to say, yeah, Karma, awesome sucked, Kong you know, to those who aren't, that, you, know, you know. But yeah, I know. mean, I think, yeah, I think there's still some work there, but I'm hoping that something happens with that. I hope something comes of it, because nothing worse than having a big guy. That can't work. Just Yeah, you know what I mean? And not to say All she can't work. All the muscles for no reason. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, you want, especially when they bring up to the main roster, you want to, you invested in her for a reason, so let, let's see this payoff. Big leagues you know kid. I mean? yeah. uh, you, we didn't mention Braun. Um, man, that main event. Oh yeah, Braun and Big Show. Yeah, that was great. That was that was great I, for I big guys everywhere. I want to. I mean, and I'm not a big guy by any means, but I yeah. thought for big guys that are wrestlers mm-hmm. that can do more than 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 the the, the stereotypical back elbows in the corner. Uh, shoulder block, all, rebound, yeah, all, bear you know, off the ropes, uh, dragon, choking, like start st- walking over you. Yeah, you know, boot first on your chest. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know. you know, like the the whole the, that whole quintessential Vince McMahon mold of a big guy, with yeah. the exception of Luke Harper, who's the only one that's been doing anything outside of what you expect him to do. But hot damn, did Braun Strowman? I said this the first show. The difference in a year, man. And we heard him on that Stone Cold podcast. What do you hear? I got a couple couple special things in my back pocket. Yes, yes, <laughs> and, we, and we used to we used to you know make fun Hell of the yeah, whole back man. pocket comment, but a kip up, a yeah. kip up. Now I was just going to say I, I'm going to sit here as a guy side who's headlock not takedown the, ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I'll sit here as the guy who's not the biggest supporter of uh, the Big Show, mm-hmm. um, but that match was it surpassed expectations. Um, and you know, and and you gotta look at it from even just the, just on the scope. Braun Strowman was in a main event on Raw, and that's and that you was know? the thing was I was like, he's never he's been, been in event. segments like post match segments and stuff. But he had the How main event that match? match. How long was that match? Uh, say? I'd say at least a good 10, 12 so, minutes. Okay, then it wasn't like that. that much longer than the one yeah. he had with Sammy. Then yeah, okay, that that's what I was trying to figure out. But it it that you know, with a veteran like show. And a yeah. guy who's still a little bit green on the edges is Braun, yeah. you know, but is still getting it. And from my understanding, Which is a great I believe Show experience. has helped groom him a little bit on the big man side of mm-hmm. this is what you should do, don't ever do this again, etc. You know, just my like the exactly. vets should do, you know. Yeah. And so it's kind of cool to see. It. it was kind of like a teacher student, you know, type passing, of situation. It was like a learning experience slash passing yeah. of the torch, low key. I was, like, yeah, I was just gonna say you wouldn't even if you don't know that Show has helped him a little bit in the back, you know, mm-hmm. backstage, uh, you know, sort of side of things. It did look like a passing of the torch or of maybe a uh, something to come in terms of yeah. that torch being passed later yeah. down the line. Yeah. I mean, because they, they teased it for Rumble. Yeah. I think the week before Rumble, he walked out 
And then they finally, but yeah, they did good, man. They, those two guys, oh, yeah. they did good. I thought the finish was great. I'd rather see um, those two at Mania than, I, honestly, uh, than, than you know, the rumored Shaq and Big Show. Uh, you know? I mean, that, that's, they're just trying to get more eyes from Orlando. It being and, in Orlando. Yeah, you know, they, they always got to do what they got to do. Same, you know, Ronda Rousey last year and. You know, they, they always do something that's that's going to generate yeah. some type of media. They outside. love celebrities at the, these events, man. You know, um, the other thing I was going to say, too, uh, not to cut you off, but, uh, you know, uh, we kind of leapfrogged over, but uh, Joe. I was just going to bring that yeah, up. Yeah, I was yeah, just going to yeah. say Joe before, we, before we leave. Yeah. Yeah. That Samoa Joe <laughs> put some respect on my name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Birdman Joe. Birdman uh, Joe. Uh -huh. Playboy. Samoa boy. <laughs> you know, yeah, now he's been doing great, man. He's been beating up guys in in uh, suits. Yeah, he, you know, he, he's, he's good doing it too. That, yeah. that interview week before was awesome. Uh, but this thing with Sami Zayn couldn't have picked a better opponent. I mean, we all know Zayn is, is more Sammy's, than capable yeah. of putting butts in seats, and he he's just as great. I you know, in terms of his selling all that stuff, he's he knows moody. what he's doing in the ring. And and Joe, yeah. who's been in the game for for so long, just a, I mean, you know, and, and, I mean, and it's also, good chemistry. With, and I was gonna say with that chemistry, Sammy also has that ingenuity to adapt to a lot of different styles. Yeah, you know, so that's what makes him a great again dance partner, where he can he can make guys look good, man. And uh, was, Samoa yeah. Joe doesn't actually need help doing no. that, but why not have one of those guys? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, yeah you I, got I'm, a guy who's great, who's who's powerful. Going against a guy who's just got some of the most amazing selling, they're gonna make each other look like rock stars. That you know? beating he gave him on Monday, whew. oh yeah, that yeah. first that first and shot then to that, just tossed him to, to Kevin Owens dude, for the but, scraps. Oh you know? man, and and, and and again, we don't want to spread rumors or have truths here. We've been hearing some rumblings, but you know it's kind of crazy. Like, back to what you were saying, where L. Owens told Foley, "Oh, I thought I thought you liked Sammy." <laughs> yeah. I know you like Sammy. Yeah, this guy's always done you better pretty be good. Careful, Owens. <laughs> yeah, you better my, be careful, Foley. Yeah, better be careful. Owens. I sound like yeah, a leprechaun when I do. I mean, it. When he made that, yeah, that's my <laughs> my Canadian leprechaun. But when he made that reference about you're gonna have more guys on the injured reserve than on the locker room, yeah. I immediately thought of Joe. Who comes out? Joe whoops Sammy's ass, and yeah. like you said, he just stood there. Just it was almost like he was a king watching. It's like he was in the middle of the Coliseum, and they just fed oh, yeah, Sammy Zayn to the Lions. You yeah. know what I mean? And he, are you If there was a guy with popcorn, he would have got some popcorn and mm -hmm. watched it from the ring. Like yeah. he was enjoying what he was. He watching. was. He was. And um, I thought it was good. Um, Found it. I, I, he, he, he seemed genuinely amused. Like, oh yeah, look at this. And Joe he, came he was down. Enjoying. Oh. He was literally enjoying what was going on, which was great facials uh, by Kevin Owens. And what I liked is how they didn't show any like semblance of type of collusion between the two i was gonna say they yeah. didn't really contact no eye contact no nod no yeah it didn't look like they were in on it together acknowledgement it, two isolated incidents yeah. yeah he did this well i'm just gonna take advantage this is what i'm, I'm the doing. champ why yeah. shouldn't i i exactly. deserve the world you know what i'm saying and, and the thing was what i loved about it he didn't beat him he didn't just pin him he still he still whooped his ass yeah. and then pinned him. Yeah, you know, and because he he's got to look dominant too. Yeah, that's what 100%. I think this whole thing is about. Just to round off this whole raw thing is yeah, Owens needs to look bit. like a credible champion, destructive yeah. threat or to so, a guy yeah, like Bill Goldberg. Exactly. Yes, because he's no Brock Lesnar, but I don't even know what that says anymore because of the things that Bill has done to to Brock in the last couple of times that they ran into each other. And and like you but, said, no, he's no Brock Lesnar. 
But it's like, but we, he didn't do those things to Kevin. Kevin is no Brock Lesnar. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I'm excited. I'm trying to, I, I'm wondering, are they going to book a Sammy Samoa at Fastlane? Or I, maybe I believe that's a rumor card, yeah. I mean, I haven't heard anything about it. So far, what I've seen is, I mean, I think we're definitely, everyone knows we're going to get the Universal title match. Yeah, Goldberg, yeah. And, Goldberg and Kevin Owens for the Universal title. We have uh, Bailey and Charlotte for the women's title. We have the the club at Enzo and Cats for the tag titles, Roman and Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman, um, and unless I'm mistaken, I think that might be it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's about oh, and, it. Oh, I'm sorry. And then we have also Neville. Oh, that's and, right, and Jack, and Jack Gallagher. Gallagher for the cruiserweight title as well. Which I, honestly, that's a pretty good card. Um, I'm kind of excited for Fast. Yeah. I know. Next- I'm sure this Monday we'll get more official. You know, like the Zane. Uh, Joe and the and the you know and, and obviously the number one contender yeah, um, yeah you're not gonna have a number one contender match for the tag straps and not um, have a tag strap match you know we'll you know? do this real quick because I just realized now when this comes out it's gonna come out the Monday after uh, fast lane's over just real quick bullet round fast round I'm gonna give you the matches and you tell me who you think is winning it All right Sounds Bailey good. Bailey Charlotte woman's title Charlotte I believe Charlotte's gonna you believe Charlotte I believe Bailey's gonna keep it I think they're gonna do just based on Charlotte's what, what, not what, gonna. I don't think they're gonna have her lose that streak, that WrestleMania streak. Oh, the pay per view streak. Yeah, yeah. Pay, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the pay per view streak until WrestleMania. She yeah, they, she they won at WrestleMania last that. year. You know. Yeah, so. they keep using. Yeah, what is up with people winning on Raw? Anyways, like I said, bullet round, bullet round. Uh, Neville and Jack Gallagher. I believe Neville's gonna retain. I I, I second that. I think they. Sh- I think that's the right move to make. King um, Neville. Uh, club and Enzo and Cass. I think the club takes that. At least, I yeah, hope I believe the so. club will take that, but I am very convinced. I mean, that, they've uh, lost to these guys Sheamus before in non in non title matches, like without yeah. even you know but, what I mean. But so. I think Seamus Cesaro might be involved somehow. Yeah, no, I, I think that's what's going to paint. But the, I, I'm going to go yeah. with the club. Final answer, you know? Uh, yeah, Alex. yeah, because there's some threading to be made there with the road kick. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you, Roman and Braun. Um, I, I can. Th- this is all I'm going to say. I hope Braun takes it. Yeah. If Roman wins, the only thing I could think of is if the rumored. Undertaker thing is gonna have some type of bearing on no, that match. That's I, the only thing I could think of. True, but I, I also, I mean, unless these are two guys they've been careful with for a while. Yeah, Ron being they, the most, they've, they've uh, definitely protected both. Yeah, hundred percent. So that's why I, I have to believe that there's some type of shenanigan, some eh. type of double knockout, possibly. As, as a biased Taker fan, I want to say, oh, that's our. Uh, that's our dog, our friend, local dog, Ruckus. Ruckus. Dog. You may see him on our uh, Instagram as the WWE champion as well. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Ruckus, like, is, again, I told you guys though. before, he loves being down here when we, when we record. I think he's low-key a wrestling fan, so we'll, yeah, <laughs> we'll figure it out. But, but yeah, now, going back to Roman and Braun, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like as a bias taker fan, maybe taker will show up at the end to, to I mean, if that, and again. Issue that challenge. As a bias taker fan, he, I believe he deserves more than Roman at Mania. But, um. Yeah, I could see in a sense maybe if he he does have his presence there at some point if that if that's the direction they're going to kind of open up a chapter. Now I think um, I would like Braun to win, but I want to say logic shows that maybe Roman might go because week after week, week so logic. far we've seen Braun just like this last you know the end of that Big Show match you know uh, Roman came down he thought he you know I think he got him with the Superman punch but he still ate another. Power slam. You know, he's been eating those left and right. And I he got I him in the punch too. twice, sat him on his ass, and then when he went for the spear. Oh, yeah. Now he, he, he got him in, that, him in that flying front drop kick, yeah. which was crazy. Impressive for that guy. Yeah. And like you said, he ate another bro. 
He's been eating power slams. Yeah, he's been he's and been not, eating power and, slams. And full the crowd has been point. saying thank you. So Sean. I don't know how how far they're willing to go to make Roman their potential next big star in Vince's eyes look weak versus strong. You know? Yeah, that's true. Um, and then the last one, real quick again. I think Joe versus Zane. No, that's not. That's actually not. That's not official match. On okay. Slam. But as far as the official card so far, um, WWE Universal Title. Oh, Goldberg yeah. and Kevin Owens. I would love Kevin Owens to walk into WrestleMania with it. I would love for Kevin Owens to walk into WrestleMania with the title to defend it against Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, obviously, I second a lot everything of, you're saying. Huh? I second everything oh, you're saying. I, I, I honestly can't. I can't ignore the controversy that carries the Goldberg thing. Obviously, with Lesnar and Wings, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of other you know. Suggestions that are going to happen. I, I personally, me as a wrestling fan, have absolutely negative fifty percent interest, and I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm saying under zero. Yes, you heard that correct. I have less than zero percentage of an interest to see Brock Lesnar and Goldberg fighting over the WWE Universe. Yeah, title. let alone for the. That's title. just me. Yeah, those guys can fight. The appeal's already there. It's built in. Yeah. You don't need the title. That's all I'm saying. Why not? If, yeah. it's, if it's Mania, I, I play this. Brock Lesnar, three times in a row, main event, WrestleMania for the title. I can't get with it. They need to use that spot for someone new. Solidify them. That's it. Um, and then we'll, we'll go off from that. Uh, SmackDown. How'd you? SmackDown, I thought was good. Um, yeah. Uh- it wasn't. I don't think it was better than Raw. No, no, but, Raw. No, Raw yeah. killed this week, which is weird. Yeah, second, that was I think that was crazy. The writing, did. the writing on, <laughs> uh, the writing on Raw was was great. Uh, SmackDown. Hold on, <laughs> Ruckus, come on, man. Go, my my dog's over here just doing the most. He's wagging his tail and doing all all things that dogs do, doing Ruckus stuff. But yeah, now going to SmackDown. Uh, I mean, notable things. I think uh, I had no idea about Naomi's uh, injury. I thought that was uh, crazy that they had to take her off of her so quickly. Though I think yeah, she was sad, will man. still walk away at Mania with it. I believe the the exact words were she would not be able to defend it in the thirty days allotted. Yeah, that's um, all know? they said. So I, I I don't know if it is some sort of work. Um, if it is, I don't mind. But uh, you know, I thought that was a really good emotional tie with using Brian, who's had to do yeah. that exact thing yeah, absolutely that was um, smart move you know that, yeah. and, and with with a girl like naomi who i think at this point has put in the uh, you know i'm not saying she's better than alexa bliss but she's been around long enough to get that rub with that title. Yeah, so it, it, i'm it, sure we'll get that the fans said she's she deserved it yeah i thought it was smart to have brian out there um i mean also because like i said i've never been a, a large supporter of naomi's speaking abilities but yeah. i think her speaking from the heart and with daniel taking most of the promo load I thought that was a great spot for her. I thought they did well. They played the strengths by playing to the sympathies of the crowd, the universe. Um, they also... Yeah, they got real. Yeah, it got real. And then at the same time, it, it left an open enough door for Alexa to walk in and just suck in all that heat. Yeah. Which and was which great. Which has made her... As much first... as you don't... Yeah, as much as you don't... It may have not looked cool because, you know, obviously there's a lot of emotion there. It's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. No, so she, po- did, so she did what she was supposed to do. Yeah, and, yeah. 100%. And as a result, she is now the first... Uh, I want to say the first ever two-time, two-time SmackDown. SmackDown and, okay, and, and I'm not... A, I was not a fan of that match. 
Um, I'm not. I was. I'm not a fan of getting something on TV that we've gotten. Well, and, and okay, that's part of my my my, my argument. I'm gonna make this super quick because I actually I actually had to write this down. I was I was really angry about this. Like you said, it was on TV. A new va- this a vacated woman's title, mm-hmm. and it's like, why would that be on TV? You know what I mean? She had to give it up. I think if they were gonna do that, they should have had two to four qualifying matches. Yeah. Meaning meaning. Four people in two matches, or or uh, uh, eight and four matches, yeah. where it will culminate in the next two weeks. Since SmackDown does not have a pay per view before WrestleMania, yeah, I thought it would have been better uh, draw viewership across the weeks leading in the, in into Mania because now it's up in the air. No one knows what's going on for the longest. All we talked about, especially on Talking Smack. They want me coming into Orlando, sliding down the long old way. Yeah, yeah, they planted the idea. They, they planted the idea where we we were already when she won. We're like, oh hell yeah, good for her. So now, you know, then we have this match. Again, I'm not mad at Becky. Was the one? It was. The, I didn't like the finish. Not a fan of the finish. I I I couldn't really give a throat thrust. Not even an eye poke, but a throat thrust. Not even the DDT. Yeah, but which I'm not really a fan of the DDT finish either. But and I, and I hate saying schoolgirl, but you know, into a schoolgirl with a handful of tights was not the, the whole angle was not believable. Not the angle of the story, but the angle that you're looking at this schoolboy. She should have been able to kick out. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. It was real anticlimactic. I felt like they could have especially built for crowning more, a new. They could have got more out of vacated it. title. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's a new vacated title, which. SmackDown, land of opportunity, yeah. yet the same two people that's held it. Though my theory you know on I mean? that, though, because I did feel the same way, I think maybe they weren't trying to overshadow the other women's storyline, which we'll get to, which is also a good, uh, pretty good milestone on, on the show. You know what? And, and, and honestly, it probably be, well, that's the thing, too, is like I felt like they just, they could have waited for that match and gave Naomi her time that week. Yeah. And I'm, then make the plans. You know, but yeah, they could yeah they could have like announced the like you said they did qualifying matches. You could have thrown Carmella back out there who has and that's what I was. I mean, because she's all, not really. doing nothing. And then you got Mickey. You know, so you could have had those four girls. Um, you know, you you could have right after announcing Naomi's vacate uh, vacating the, of the title, you could have said, well, these we we're going to get these qualifying matches. They'll mm-hmm. take go on for the next couple of weeks. And, yeah, and just figure it out on on a Raw where you could, or not Raw. I'm sorry, but a SmackDown where it could have been a main event. You know, et cetera. But you know, yeah, it, they, it, they it know what they're doing. It could so even have been so. figured out long term where they would have eventually had Mickey and her in like the bottom two, and they had to fight for the championship. Yeah, because that's got to happen at some point. Yeah, it always is. Yeah. But um, but other than that, uh, the Naomi thing, I thought it was it went pretty well. Uh, you know what I want to talk about? Them Usos. Them Usos. Yo, first Usos of all, killed it. They, I mean, okay, this is the thing. American Alpha, they need better competition because. Th- them running through guys that are actually supposed to be tag teams on the on the roster as opposed to like a tag team like jobbers yeah type situation which is fine it, it's not doing it for me because then we're gonna come back like oh they can beat anybody so yeah but yeah and it makes you wonder is there the missing depth in the tag team division there's a lot of teams that you don't know if you could take seriously yeah. and it's kind of like you almost want to shake it up because Raw's got some real guys on now, there that you would like yeah. you know like Sheamus Cesaro to go against the guys like. The alphas, or true. you know, the new day against the alpha, something like that. You know, so I think there needs to be a shakeup. But I agree with you; uh, they need more competition. Sorry. But I think the Usos, being the veterans of the no, division, it, it's good. Because dude, what was dumb is they when they came in when uh, American Alpha first came in, they did the whole angle where the Usos took out Chad gave yeah. his leg. Next thing you know, they're tagging with each other for this whole 
freaking clusterfuck of a tag team uh, Survivor Series match. Yeah, but you know what I mean. And it they, was just, they did showcase how hard the trust issue would well, be. See, but there know. was a scene where Booker came back, King Booker, uh-huh. and he was addressing the SmackDown guys, and those they were talking like before he came in. You know, they usually do the hey, we're over here fake talking until this guy comes in, and then yeah, oh, what's up? Man? It was like, why are Cam you guys on. talking? He Red just. Light. Tri- no, I, I, no. <laughs> I'm oh, talking about the, the camera. Oh, okay. red, the red light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and um, but yeah, I um, so they had a, what maybe a seven eight minute match, and then boom, Usos came and just mic dropped them, dude. That was oh yeah, that and was great. Is, and we, we and the were first, at the SmackDown. Yeah, we were the at the Valentine's first, Day SmackDown. Yeah, when they first premiered that whole that ain't paranoia. That's the Uso. That's the you know, which yeah. I thought that was one of the most badass no, promos I've seen. Line. That ain't paranoia. Uh, and they weren't in the arena, but this time they brought it into the arena. They were in the crowd. Yeah. And what I liked was the back and forth. Um, you know, they really used that quote unquote twin magic to a different yeah. uh, degree verbally because we both know sitting at this table right here, yes. live, the right dining, here. At the dining table. In Chino Hills, California. <laughs> Shout out, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> live at this dining table. We both know the Usos have never been the best on the mic. So no, it, it's it always was either just... been one of them. It's never both of them. Yeah. That are strong. It, yeah. It's like one of them had a better showing than the other, but collectively yeah, dur- it was like during a that, when, Before the brand split, I remember... Rollins had called out one of them because I think uh, on on the low uh, one I, I can never figure out who's who Jimmy and Jay one of them had an injury at the time yeah the shoulder but, and he had a good showing verbally against Seth but both of them you're right on the same page they delivered really well and I thought that, that was one of my favorite parts of SmackDown. they did what they needed to do to get themselves over in that situation yeah and to me that was more or less like a wake up call. Yeah, it's just reminding hook. people, hey, we're not just bright colors and 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 Ace paint. Pain like and, we're dangerous. Yeah, you, you know? know, and and don't forget we took out Gable. Don't forget we did this. Don't forget, you know, don't forget that double super kick when we lost that. Uh, I don't know if it was the turmoil match. I think it the, was the, the, the first or, or yeah, the first initial turn. You know, yeah, yeah, which I, yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was turmoil. It might but have it been. Was, the, it, it was, was that it was tag team Smackdown, uh, right? title tournament. That's yeah, what it, it was, was like the following week where they was concluding, right? Yeah, yeah it was I the do. one that took and, them and out of lo- the. And they lost super quick, didn't they? They they kind of no, they, they was... try to get aggressive and then they beat them real quick and then they try to shake their hands and they turn on them. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, but... which which is it was good. It kind of, a good reminder of the beginning of the brand split. So, and uh, yeah, man. I mean, I I thought that delivered very well, especially for them. No, I, to me, it definitely had my attention. I'm definitely interested. To, interested to see where they go from here we've seen little little uh you know times of them bringing this per- new personality out on like the talking smack yeah where they actually have the opportunity to talk and to then smack. with the new wardrobe and everything uh, yeah, yeah. And now you're getting it as a better package yeah i was yeah i was already i like the new wardrobe change i like the the new music so but now that they have that their their mouthpiece is on is yeah. on good right now man like they, they got again, me I am, and, and i'm saying that i am biased i am a twin so Fuck yeah. you guys. I just want to see what's up with these yeah. guys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, twin life. Twin but um, one thing I do want to also talk about is they did have... It's weird, man. Like I, I really can't believe they're really pulling the trigger on this, hey, I'm Randy Orton. I just outlasted 30 guys, 29 guys. But I'm just gonna give up my 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 one way ticket to WrestleMania. Like it's so weird. Like I feel like they're still gonna I feel like something's still gonna happen. Especially, I mean, first off, let's get into this. They had the 10-man battle royal to take place, uh, basically to culminate a brand new number one contender. Technically Royal Rumble winner or number one contender, you know, going into WrestleMania against the champ. Shout out to Bray Wyatt. Uh, 
And it's it's just weird, you know what I mean? So they had the ten guys, you know, uh Corbin, Mojo, Kalisto, Kalisto, Apollo, Ambrose, Styles, Miz, Cena, Dolph. um, Ziggler. Yeah. Um Am I missing someone? I think there's oh, I wanna say oh Luke Harper. Yeah, there yeah. And AJ. I said I said did, okay. Two of those guys don't belong. Mojo and um Apollo. And Kalisto. Three. Say three guys. Three, yeah. But you know what? Two think about it. Two out of those three are already in, invested in a storyline yeah. with Dolph. And I get they're trying to further the storyline, but it's like you can't further two faces ganging up on one heel. It just yeah, that, doesn't that's sell. Weird thing about you know, that. but that's neither here nor there. But yeah. I agree with you. I think maybe the same idea you had about maybe qualifying matches or a tournament with the women's title. The, you know, I think that could have also worked, if not with that situation, for sure for the Universal title. Because I, for one, especially so fresh off of the Royal Rumble, we don't need to see a battle royal, you know? And then a lot of that stuff got a little bit convoluted. Miz being eliminated, throwing out Cena. I love that, actually. Who, I, I love which, that. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I love, because I think, I like we discussed in the episode one, I think we all know where this is headed to, you know? Yeah. But I just feel yeah, like exactly. in, yeah, in a Royal Rumble that that elimination wouldn't have counted, you know. Well, and they tried to bring in and say, "Oh, but it's no DQ." But you know, the thing is, if it's if a battle royal is no DQ and Royal Rumble is basically a a battle uh, a ten man battle royal on a larger scale, yeah. you know, it's it's true. There have been guys like the you know fit filling with a shillelagh, um, some of the hardcore guys that come in with a signature yeah, weapon, they, exactly. You know, it has happened. But they have never made it such a, a deal in terms of the rules or the rulings of it where, you know, they they, they emphasize both feet got a touch. And, and every time th- this did, time interval, someone comes in. But they don't say how no DQ it is. So like, yeah, it, it was the, a little, only, the only time they really confusing. touched on that a lot is when Macho Man messed up. Yeah. And jumped over the rope. I think it was a hacksaw. He was going to, I forgot who it was he yeah, was I'm going not, out there. He was beating with somebody at the time. But I remember they on air had to kind of like, oh, uh, uh, no, you have to get thrown over. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so they had to like, that's when I first saw that they had to like kind of further push yeah. the gas on being, yeah. you know, because I mean, how many, how much breath does, uh, 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 God, I can't remember her name, but she wastes so much time, uh, the, the ring announcer. Um, oh, um, that that every time there's she, Lillian Garcia. Thank you, Lily. I was gonna call her Jillian. I don't know. I'm thinking about that. That you know, Britney <laughs> Spears knockoff. So yeah, Lillian Garcia. Every year she wastes so much time and breath having to explain this Royal Rumble, and every year I swear it sounds more difficult and and complicated than it really is. So it's like I hear you, man. Like I mean, I, I, again though, I, I was a fan of the Miz spot. Um, I was, I was happy that he threw out Cena. We yeah. have not seen him and Cena. Which is really kind of a head a scratcher. Why they've never kind of returned yeah. to that rivalry since that one WrestleMania. It just seems like he I think it's essentially was the supporting Vince, actor, you know, to Rock and Cena. Yeah. Just so That's a true. year from now, he would not even be involved, and it would be Rock and Cena. You know, like he he doesn't have the same amount of championship, like I mean, in his sense of sixteen time, yeah, but decorated, yeah, it's triple Multiple crown time, champion, everything almost. You know yeah. I mean, so I think he's only what one time WWE champion. Uh, Miz, yeah, yeah. You know, other than that, I mean, U.S. title, IC title, tag titles, both tag titles on both shows. Henry yeah. Morrison and the 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 Showmans. Showmans. Thank you. I was like, I was gonna say Jared Show. Even you know, Big Show is like, he's always somebody's tag partner. But no, yeah, I thought it was a good look. Uh, 
the thing I, I it was hit and miss for me were the promos coming in to this match. There's a lot fan. of cool promos that I thought. There was a lot of not really cool. Like, the mojo was dumb. Uh, yeah, Kalisto. You know, from a guy that's hype who wasn't hype good. at all. Yeah. That that didn't, that kind of left me, not that I'm a big mojo advocate, but it left me scratching Apollo my head. Apollo like, was real vanilla to yeah, me. Yeah, like, so why is yeah. he even on the roster? You know what I mean? So why and, is he in this match? And then Dolph with the, I just thought that was a bit corny for his character. I'm going to super kick this obviously fake background. I, I didn't. And, I wasn't against it until it looked like the background itself was green screen. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, like was. It, it almost like it and was he goes like, replace that. Yeah, it's like, like, but that's not real. Yeah, it didn't you know? look like I didn't believe that 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 falling and that being what 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 the actual atmosphere. I didn't believe that was the actual you know where he was. It yeah. seemed like it was manufactured. I yeah. like I like that what he was trying to do, but. Like I told yeah, kind of, you today, oh, you know, I'll say this: I didn't, I didn't hate it. It did have a little bit of nostalgia to it, a little yeah, blast from the past uh-huh. when they used to do those backgrounds. You know, it reminded me low key, like it was almost like he did a barbershop window to nobody. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah I, mean? I was just gonna say that. And, yeah, um, the one thing I will complain about with Dolph Ziggler, I was, I was interested. I won't say excited. I'll say I was interested in this hill hill turn. I loved what he did in, when they were in Memphis with Jerry, but talking slower doesn't equal a heel turn yeah that's that's that, jericho's yeah that thing i mean when, and even know. then jericho was able to do it because jericho can get people to hate him i'm not saying ziggler like ziggler just needs something different I, i'm not he could have been the same guy just a heel you know what i mean that's what he was doing before um again the stuff that he was doing with jerry i thought was gold uh you know jerry wouldn't have done it if that's not what you know he didn't think it was going to be good as well but um i mean there's a few things like uh I thought Luke Harper did, I mean, you know, the whole finish with Luke Harper and Styles was, you know, obviously a bit controversial. Um, I honestly, to to bring it back full circle to what you said, it's kind of yeah. hard to see a 10-man battle royal right after we just got done seeing the Royal Rumble. And to me, it's like after they just did that whole remember the Rumble thing with all these yeah. special instances and controversial wins. Yeah. And, you know, we just, you know, they, you showed, us, they showed us Lex and Brett and they showed us uh, British Bulldog and and Shawn and, Michaels, Shawn and yeah. you know Cena and Batista, uh, minus the quads tearing. And, yeah, you yeah. know, and <laughs> and then all of a sudden, and I'm like, dude, it's too close. You can't pull that kind of spot in a ten man for the number one contendership for for WrestleMania, nonetheless, and then try to come up with a spot. And when's the last I mean, time they've done a spot like that? Yeah, it's, been a while. I, I was, it's not that they can't do it. I mean, for the sake of you know, because battle royals have become just as like just see through as like a six man tag, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, or a triple threat, which I like triple threat matches. Um, but you know, I, I I feel like they're utilizing them too much to, to really help garner a lot of this younger talent. But I, I I get, I could respect it to a point. They're trying to make a segment like that. Um, interesting, but I just felt like, I mean, it was a great spot with the with the you know apron vertical suplex. Yeah. But I think going in, both guys knew there was no way they unless both their shoulders hit. I was going to say, you know, even then, I don't know how then, they would have controlled that to make feet. it look like because like to your the point that you know because obviously it, it to me it looked like AJ touched first before Luke. Yeah, I mean, and it's, which it's, is, it's a suplex. So yeah. essentially. That's that would happen before. in a ring. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I and I I know one of the points you had made was that there was not one single replay oh, on no. that, you know, because I think there was nothing to dispute. They wanted to fill the time with referees galore and Daniel Bryan coming down, and you know, hopefully, I, I'm sure this is you know in the in uh, just keep it positive. 
I think the best thing to come out of this is you got a match with AJ and Luke Harper, which is going to give Harper the I mean, kind I'm, of rub he needs. I'm, I'm hoping you know? that's. I mean, there's there's we saying all know Harper's we'll winner next week. It wasn't real definitive. I didn't watch Talking Smack, so they, he could he could announce it on there. But no, it was at the end of that match. He said they're going to. They're, well, they're, no, they're, well, I know he's, he didn't necessarily announce them two were fighting, but he said that they're going to have a winner by next week. Is what he said. No. Yeah, that's the only way he put it. Um, and the only reason I remember because I, I literally watched it last night. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, uh, well, there I, was, I, I tell, I, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And there was also the, the other thing I thought that was good uh, was the Falls County were match. Um, you know, I, I still, I got about, I think I have still about five minutes left to watch on that. But so far, yeah, I mean, to be honest, kudos to, I'm not a Nikki Bella fan by any stretch, but that. Oh, so um, you haven't seen the, the finish? No, but. The, well, that, okay, that, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to give you any spoilers. That ju- not, I don't care, dude. Uh, that jumping in Zaguri to yeah. the outside. She took that outside bump like a champ. Yeah. I mean, you did say, and I haven't. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's me that's, being yeah. nitpicky. Not, there but, was a I lot mean, of, uh, the camera picked talking, up some talking the, at yeah. that point. I don't know if anyone's caught that, but, you know, it was a great spot for Nikki. It had a good uh, replay. And then, and the cameraman was right where he should have been. So, you know, it's kind of like I told you earlier. I don't know if it's the cameraman should have backed up, if they need to speak, you know, maybe have softer voices. But you can, if you, you know, if anyone's watching or has it on DVR, if you run it back, you clearly hear Natalia say, good job. Uh, to Nikki, and then you know, with obviously their rivalry getting so quote unquote personal, that shouldn't be something that comes out of her mouth. And you know, they kind of transition to what the next spot is going to be. I can't really make it out, but it's it's you know, without, sometimes you, you can know, read, you can just read them. Yeah, yeah. So being nitpicky, yeah, that. But um, just so you know, it does come back to the arena. Um, I believe Nikki has the STF on uh, Natalia, and it, uh, right at the bottom of the ramp. And it looks like she's about to tap, and uh, Maurice comes in and hits her with a lead pipe. Really? Yes. Well, there you go. Um, I will say, she she blasted her a couple times. Um, they weren't the best shots. Um, you know, it has been a while since she's been very physical in the ring. Just, just uh, they were effective. Trained. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, and, yeah. and this is not to sound sexist by any any no. means. No, but not at all. It looked it's... like some of them looked like how a woman would swing a lead pipe on a, on a, another person. Some of them kind of exposed maybe how light the lead pipe actually oh, was yeah. Which, and then there was a point where she kind of you kind of see her catcher in a moment wanting to do a little bit of that shane mcmahon flick of the wrist you know twirling this thing <laughs> yeah. around like it like almost like boss man with his nightstick yeah, you know okay. and um but what what's a- more interesting enough is miz comes down and holds her back to stop her um not in the sense of what are you doing face i'm turning face now it was more like okay you've made your point let's go you know, without saying it, that scene is girl. You know, like yeah. like this could mean something later, even though they don't always perpetuate their relationship. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, to uh, to overshadow the, any professional I mean, storylines they, they got going. They, but it was too, very interesting, yeah. which I, I think again adds to what we were talking about is perhaps the Miz and Maurice versus Cena and Bella or Nikki Bella at WrestleMania, especially with the Miz. Um, in the main event, with that elimination, getting eliminated, having the right kind of facial expressions, Dude, hey, coming back Cena? in and taking away what was just stolen from him, no. uh, to uh, taking away from John Cena. Young Baka you know? knows, and Jamal knows. I'm not the biggest John Cena fan. Yeah, j- shout out to Jamal Bostic and uh, Young Baka. Shout out Young Baka, and um, they are very big Cena fans. But I will say that Cena played his part well in that. Oh, yes. oh, 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 that's that's legal. 
oh, oh that's allowed oh oh, okay. oh that's allowed like that yeah pretty much oh so i was surprised i was like well, it, it reminded me scene? it reminded me of a guy getting uh his sixth foul in a game yeah you and not I mean? knowing why and still jaw jacking with yeah, the yeah. that's how it reminded me of and, but and I, I, love thought, it. I love that i thought what was missing was the rambunctious uh side of uh cena that said i'm john cena better recognize so i'm surprised he didn't pull something like that on that's the true. ref that's true like you're not gonna count that i'm john cena that's 16 true. time champion you better recognize you know but uh you know it's it's uh i'm sure there's more to come so but yeah that was that was smackdown no, I, um, yeah, dude, I, I i thought i'm mean, like to it, it's i am interested um I mean, you heard what we had to say. We actually want to hear what you guys got to say. Um, yeah, what show you did you think was better this week? Did you yeah, think did you, Raw was better? Yeah. Did you think SmackDown was better? And what segments yeah, what made segment, that show better? Yeah, what segment did you did you enjoy? Well, what segment got you uh, interested uh, for WrestleMania? Or yeah. uh, even uh, Fastlane? I mean, uh, let us know. On Twitter? Uh, on Twitter, Twitter uh, Quincy Jones Show. Uh, you could also let us know on the uh, Facebook page, The Quincy Jones Show. Um, but you know what? Before we got here, man, uh, one thing we didn't really get to talk about we are the wrestling connoisseurs of the IE, the best damn tag team on this planet. On this planet, Jack. And we got 12 miles back row, Jack. There's a lot of this. Clink me, Jack. This, I'm clinking. Are you Jack? I'm, my name is it's Quincy, but I'll, yeah. Clink me, Quincy. All right then, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but now we actually have the opportunity to see wrestling royalty today. We were at uh, Frank and Sons a little bit earlier. Uh, probably flooded everyone's timeline with photos and video and stuff like that. But man, uh, my brother, he always makes it a point to kind of go all out for me, Christmas and uh, birthday time. For me, uh, it's my year, birthday too. So yeah, yeah that's, that, but but Christmas is Jesus' birthday. Yeah, as so, it is, yes, so baby it, Jesus. Everyone's yep. in the mood for giving. <laughs> but yeah, you know, last year he uh, he he killed it and got me. Uh, we got he got us both tickets to watch uh, Mick Foley, so a uh, one man show. That was a fun um, show. Which was, I mean, obviously a gift for him as well, but he knows he's one of my faves. So um, a friend of mine, Hector, Hector shout out to Brand. Hector Brand. He uh, he shot me this message, basically letting me know. But yeah, man, I was able to kind of repay my brother uh, for a while, man, for this uh, Christmas gift. Got him tickets to see uh, uh, the Kiss Stealing. Wheeling Dealing. Limousine Riding. Yep. Jet Flying. Woo! Kiss Stealing. Oh, we said that already. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it is a lot. We, but we got to see Ric Flair today, man. At the Frank original, Sons. original sixteen-time heavyweight champion, sixteen-time champion. I mean, honestly, I wanted. To, it was fun for all, both of us. It was an experience today. 100%. Yeah, yeah, no, no joke. There was a lot of people, they, and we expected it too. We, we, yeah. we woke up at like nine, got there by like ten thirty. Yeah, and, and and they the VIPs they were supposed to be there at twelve, and uh, we weren't VIP. We were the the commoners. And we were at what one one fifteen. We were there. We were uh, this. This took place at Frank and Sons over here in City of Industry, and uh, it was. I felt like half the day went. You know, yeah. it was. It was about a good yeah. four or five hour. One hundred percent. You know, and during yeah. that, just some of it in lines, some of it just walking around checking out the vendors. But well, it's so. Um, and it was his birthday. It was his birthday. That was yeah. the craziest. Happy birthday thing. to Ric Flair. Happy birthday, Ric Flair. Just, just because it was just. First of all, it was just cool seeing you. You're one of my brother's favorites. Top five. Top for sure. Top, all time. And, and, and alive, it, what was sure. crazy is, uh, you know, we were already excited. Uh, we were like little kids before the night before Disneyland, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And then uh, we wake up and then I see that WWE posted happy birthday to Ric Flair. And I was like, dude, it's his freaking birthday today. Like, on top of that, yeah, let's go. So it was fun, man. A lot of Flair Rick shirts. Was Rick. A few guys dressed like Flair. Oh, dude. You know what? Tons it was of, funny. The, 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 the cool part was when he finally showed up. 
the entire crowd saying happy birthday to him. Yeah, spot. that was that phenomenal. was that was really cool. He was really thankful, man. Um, you know, it was great. It was good. I mean, I want you to comment on it because it was oh, yeah. your Christmas yeah, gift, bro. You know, I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, it was. It was. I was definitely one of the uh, one one of the, if not the best Christmas gift I've ever had. That's good to know. Um, I'm on yeah, hundred percent. One hundred. It's gonna take a lot to top that. But <laughs> yeah, no, the the entire thing. You know, I, I was playing it through my head the entire week. I'm like, man, this is the week I get to meet Ric Flair. You know, and it's like days go by. It's like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Even last night, I'm like, man, tomorrow I got the day off. I'm gonna see Ric Flair first thing in the morning, and I'm not, and it's not sinking in you know and um it was it was a shock man to see a guy like rick flair everything he's given to the business um and so many people were there you know no one was disrespectful everyone you know what i like about those things too is you tend to meet a lot of cool people while waiting in line and and you you get to weigh a lot of opinions and who you know oh, and you yeah, get that, a, a lot of the same a lot of meeting of the minds per se that, when it comes to the pro wrestling a, concept, a room of you kindred know, and, spirits yeah yeah is, you know kindred spirits exactly which you know, is always the best it was awesome man i mean and there was and dude, his there wife was, was there there was and, couples there man there was yeah. a lot of different people there it was cool i mean it just shows you the different generations that rick flair uh just inspired uh affected it was cool man it was real cool. so many people in, in, in their four-piece suits they were trying to style and profile with the man himself um we had fun man yeah i it's just one of those things where just that was we you know uh i'd say the only thing that comes close is when we met roddy piper yeah um, oh man that was the first one same place a couple months which was happenstance that was happenstance yeah we were just there as as consumers and 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 just to check out what the market was had in terms of the wrestling memorabilia and then we're just right yeah yeah we we just hear this pa go off saying piper yeah roddy piper is in the exhibition room (laughs) and uh we must have been the only guys that that recognize that name because he was not there in a wrestling capacity yeah no line and he he was delightful had a great conversation with us had the softest hands. Dude, it was sad. That, that, was, that was it was cool just to see him when he was still around, and we we had a real we felt a real connection to him. Yeah. And that's why it kind of hit us. When yeah, we, we passed, saw an icon then and, yeah, and today, like shaking. Rick that was kind of like that hand. was kind of like the, the start of it. Yeah, because before then we never thought oh, we were like oh we just love these guys. We're never gonna and then dude we, we've been we've been kind of like you said we got a little bucket list going. Oh yeah, now, I mean man, since so. then I've met Cody Rhodes. Yep. Saw Booker, Booker T. Yep, um, I didn't get a chance to meet the Godfather, but he was at the same signing as Booker T. Uh, but yeah, I got a chance to see Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes, you know. And but yeah, I, I want to keep this thing going. But nah, yeah, today man. bucket list item. Thank you, brother. Like for sure. And that that, that was a, a bucket list of Quincy Jones. Cross it off, man. man. <laughs> I'm glad I had to get that. In. Yeah, no, but you know what? At the end of the, it, it, like I said, like to, to be able to shake the hand of a oh, Hall of Famer. He had his ring on and everything, Dude, and I say, got... "Happy birthday, Mister Flair." Woo. And he said, "Thank you. How are you doing?" It's just like you, you Dude. know. I know you're saying this to everyone else, but at that moment, it's like, "Wow, you you care about me." And I, I thought it was really cool. He, he held I, my uh, uh, winged eagle belt, which is yeah. the only belt he's ever held oh, in the WWE. Uh, I mean, well, I want to say in the in the '90s. And that's your um, boy too. He he helped out Taker with that with that oh, yeah. with that chair on Hogan, oh, yeah. man. Like, but it was yeah, dude. It was cool. It's weird. It's it's, it's still kind of weird talking about it. Like it, it's yeah, like it, it, it didn't I, even happen, huh? Like, yeah, I think once the the pictures hit, and I'm like, man, that's that's me next to it's, Flair. It's, that's it's gonna, gonna be. be awesome. and, and we filmed the whole thing, so a lot of uh, the footage is gonna be up soon on the IG. Um, it's been a long show, but I'm glad we you know Doc is back. Uh, we got to talk a lot of stuff. We got to kind of get a little bit more updated on everything. Oh, yeah. I know we were probably about a few weeks behind, but we've been watching, man. We've been watching, trying to digest everything. And uh, just want to say we first thing. in this wrestling world, man. Yeah, dude. It's a big wrestling world, man. And we just want to say, first of all, thank you 
to everyone that listened and took time to listen and download our first episode. Um, again, thank you for downloading the last episode with Big Rob. Uh, the feedback's been great. Uh, the support's been phenomenal. It's been um, awesome. If you want to be added to the mailing list, hit me up. I, I got the link for you. I'll shoot it to you directly. We're nice guys. We talk back. You know yeah. what I mean? But I get on my Rick Steiner and I'll, I'll bite back if I need to. Holler at me. But <laughs> no, I mean, we pretty much, man, hit us up on, on, on Instagram, The Quincy Jones Show. Hit us up on Twitter, Quincy Jones Show. Facebook, The Quincy Jones Show. SoundCloud, The Quincy Jones Show. iTunes, iTunes The Quincy Jones Show. We're doing it, man. And and I mean, before we got out of here, we do the music thing. I thought it'd be cool. Uh, Doc's back on the show. Yeah. We did the Ric Flair thing. We also got a show tonight. By the time it comes out, you're already going to know we rocked it. But I think tonight you're going to be performing it, especially if it's the man's birthday. We're going oh, yeah. to play two songs by my, by my man, Doc. Strong style and profiling. And then um, also, I thought it would be good, just for those who haven't heard it yet, my brother has a great, just a masterpiece, pretty much dedicated to the hard work, blood, sweat, and tears of everyone, all the fallen soldiers, and even people that are still here in the wrestling business that give up a lot of things, time, family, just uh, they, a lot Physical of sacrifice pain, to emotional do. pain. Yeah, you know, just for our entertainment. And that one's called Rest in Paradise. I thought that would be good because, I mean, just everyone that's just passed has been ridiculous. Yeah, man. you like, know, I mean, we've had Nicole Bass. We've had Jimmy Snuka, uh, you know, Timothy Wells. We, we've had uh, uh, the, the Russian Bear. No, Ivan Koloff. Ivan, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, Ivan. Is, uh, his his storyline uncle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nikolai's storyline uncle. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and obviously Chavo Classic and um, – it's it's been a tough year, you know. Last year, I think the it main thing I kept started. saying is it's it's a great year to be a wrestling fan. It's a tough year so far to be a wrestling snooker. fan, but we, we yeah, say man, snooker. huh? You say snooker, Jimmy? Yeah, snooker. we yeah, yeah Jimmy we, snooker. That was yeah. yeah. So, uh, before we got here, again, two joints, strong styling, profiling, strong styling and profiling. Oh, I'm sorry, strong. Shouts to our brand, profiling. strong style brand. Yep, sir. And of course, happy birthday to the styling, profiling, Rolex wearing. Diamond ring wearing, limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing. Woo! Son of a gun! Woo! Maybe I have a hard time holding these alligators down. I am. And I'm Doc Lesnar. You can catch me at Doc Lesnar on Instagram at I'm Doc Lesnar. That's I am. I'm Doc Lesnar at uh, Twitter. And where can they find you, Quincy? Man, it's just Quincy Jones Go everywhere, bro. Quincy, Quincy Jones, Jones everywhere. Go. Go. <laughs> but yeah, man, we're about to uh, wrap up episode time three. Time to go man. home, brother. And uh, yeah, man, uh, I, I want to say thank you uh, to everybody for listening out there. And again, rest in paradise, strong style and profiling. Let's go, Doc Lesnar. Boom. Every man's heart one day beats its final beat. His lungs breathe their final breath. And if what that man did in his life makes the blood pulse through the body of others and makes them bleed deeper in something than larger than life, then his essence, his spirit, will be immortalized. One nine nine oh, I was five years old when I first fell in love. love. Yeah.
Undertaker's debut, Survivor Series pay-per-view, November 22nd, that's when it was, all oh, with a rush and off on the walk to the gloves, to the lawn trench coat, to the shape of his hat, the very next year, he tombstone Hogan on a chair, the Winter World Heavyweight Strap, could obsess his way back, my pops was the worst, always so said face facts, watching all of that fake crap, gonna turn you to a nerd ASAP, it is worse, it resonate back, I mean hell in the cell, how the hell you fake that, I seen legends break back, just to say they gave back, left it all in the ring, some never came back, here's a R.I.P., let me paraphrase that, let me throw something down for Eddie, let me pick something up for Owen, it's time for a change in my foundation, can't be stopped or broken, let me break something down for Randy, let me roll something up for Rowdy, when you think you got all the answers, I change all the questions proudly, let me burn one down for the warrior, let me light something up for Dusty, I die with kings and queens, this American dream is so, so lovely, one love to the ones above me, put something in the air tonight, blunts up to the fallen kings, R.I.P. rest in paradise, sweet taste of ambition, making towns, calling spots, what a vision, what a way to make a living, another day, another fight, another plane, another flight, just a day in the life, doing business in a 20 by 20, 350 days of going state to state, city to city, I know the sacrifice ain't pretty, but that's the price you pay when you want to make history, each night that you step in the ring, you try to be the best you can be, whether you're flying off the top, I got a heavy physique, get a hell of a pop and get plenty of heat, with endless devotion, you're sweating, you're bleeding, the name of suspended belief and invested emotions, I'ma take the next moment to salute those resting in peace, preach, let me throw something down for Eddie, let me pick something up for Owen, it's time for a change in my foundation, can't be stopped or broken, let me break something down for Randy, let me roll something up for Rowdy, when you think you got all the answers, I change all the questions proudly, let me burn one down for the warrior, let me light something up for Dusty, I die with kings and queens, this American dream is so, so lovely, one love to the ones above me, put something in the air tonight, blunts up to the fallen kings, R.I.P. Rest in paradise. It's not a sport, it's a lot more. A 24 7 hardcore brawl for a push to the top floor. They work hard for the brass ring, need to have your spots called for, or it's back to the drawing board. An art form notarized and performing live. Glorified as far more than storylines. This the art of war, the heart, the glory, mandatory for a chance to be immortalized. Polarized by the pageantry, the prestige and tradition of triumph and tragedy. Coinciding so naturally, blurring the lines of reality. Don't get me wrong. I know the matches be scripted, but trust me, it's really no different than watching an action scene on a cinematic screen. Where all of you hypocrites laughing me? The audacity, I mean, these people practically risk their anatomy. Defying the odds and the laws of gravity, hoping to sell our capacity. Let me chill. You say it ain't real, but there still be some casualties. From hurting to healing to dealing with demons to losing your sanity. Oh, for the love of humanity, sacrificing your agony to provide for your family. Yet they lace up the boots and head straight to the ring, walking so charismatically, ready to tell a great story in a single fall. Inside of a steel cage or a bingo hall, or on the grandest stage of them all. If you can't relate, then help me sing along. Let's sing. Let me throw something down for Eddie. Let me pick something up for Owen. It's time for a change in my foundation. Can't be stopped or broken. Let me break something down for Randy. Let me roll something up for Rowdy. When you think you got all the answers, I change all the questions proudly. Let me burn one down for the warrior. Let me light something up for Dusty. I die with kings.
like a clientele of stoners They pick up what I put down Plus my wire cell aroma Match my flyer cell persona Phenom, don't let me get my streak on These people pay your money to see Lesnar get his beast on Gorilla Press, Slam King Kong Put him down for that three count That ring bell, get three gongs Now cue up my theme song It's MD, the MC that you used to sleep on Now I'm your worst nightmare Give a night chance, dream on Till I shut it down, throw my jacket on the ground, elbow drop the strut around like